0: Welcome to New Week, New Music, and it is that time of year again, in which we will be reviewing uh, our 27 album list. And so this is uh, comprised, each one of us, we took turns over these past few weeks coming up with uh, three albums we consider overrated, three albums we consider underrated, and three of our favorite albums of all time. And it is uh, time, and we have listened to those 27 albums, and it is now time... To review our ratings of these, and this is
1: always an interesting one because uh, you know, as always on this show, every rating is a head-to-head. So somebody could pick an album and say, "Hey, I think this is the best album of all time," and somebody else is picking an album that says, "I think this is total shit." And like, <laughs> they're head-to-head.
2: Yep, that's true. It's all going on the same list for each of us. Yeah, and there'll like, also be a might list. This might be, this might be the
0: only uh, list out there that compares. Uh, Diplo, Skrillex, <laughs> Radiohead, <laughs> yeah, and, swans. and Swans, and like Wiseblood, like all, like, directly. This we're pay- is what we pride around here.
2: It's really, no one's ever done anything like yeah. this. Staring I guarantee you, you could Berlin. scour the internet for a list of, and no one would have a list of rankings that has these exact 27 albums that, on it.
0: That w- unless it has significantly more, like the, rank, the rate your music. No, it has rating. to be 27 exactly. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. But um, but then also our second, of yeah, this. It's our second did, go around. Yeah, I mean, second go around. We did this uh, last year. It's
2: crazy that we took so long to figure out that we had so much fun the first time. We should do it again. <laughs> so, but no, I had a blast listening no, to these. And yeah, I think, I, know, I, this is our this is our themed uh, bonus episode. This is like the big deal. I yeah. think this will be a recurring. This is one play. of our favorites
0: for sure. Yeah, no, outside of like the one hundred, you know, the the main album list. Right. This, this is, is a, a tier below that. But this is this is yeah. like winning the college national championship, and the one hundred is like winning like. The the professional, yeah. like. I,
1: I think this time
0: around, compared to last time,
1: I had a better time, too. Um... I think overall... <sighs> well, so, let me quali- quantify that. Overall, I think I liked all of these albums better than the last round. I don't... This was a much more diverse
2: field, I feel like. Yes, yeah. I think so, too. It's hard for me to say which was more... I had a blast with both, honestly, uh, I do so. want to ask,
0: uh... How many, if any of these, would you guys consider just like
2: actually bad? Ooh, that's uh, a great question. And don't, I, don't look at my screen. Let me yeah. double check my I only have two that I consider like straight up bad. Yeah, so for me, um yeah, it's two. either one or two. I think I think two are I like think two. bad. There I, are a couple yeah. that are average. I'd say there's one that's definitely bad and there's a couple that are like I have a bad, feeling not we horrible. might be talking
0: about s- at least one of Possibly. the same. <laughs> no, but I but honestly I certainly only, hope so. O-
2: probably only two that are- that are bad. And, yeah. And of all the times bad.
0: that we've done this, um...
2: Cause what was it like the first time? I don't- What was- remember. It, um... I don't even remember all the albums
0: we did, to be honest. now I would have to go back. Yeah, I would too. I, the last time we did this, it was like way different. It was, we were using, like, Excel last time we did this. <laughs> like, it was- it was very different. Yeah. we found a shred of professionalism at this point. Um. But yeah, I kind of just want to get
2: into it. Yeah, yeah, I was
0: about to say, like, let's let's just get into been it. blue-balled again. for too so long. To, yeah. For any
2: listeners who don't know what we're doing right now, mm. basically we've all uh, sent in our lists. Um, they're all blacked out, so none of us knows what the others have selected, and we're going to reveal one by one, starting with the worst album. Yeah, and, and,
0: we'll, and we're also comparing against how Rate Your Music ranks these albums and uh, average score between us and standard deviation. Yeah. So. And then at the end, um, whichever one of us uh, was the furthest away from the Rate Your Music ranking gets the Hot Take Award, Um, which actually... Actually, uh, I'm pretty sure I know who's going to win the (laughs) Hot Take (laughs) Award. What
3: am I
2: saying? Uh, It's uh, also
0: taking into account ties now. So if there's a tie, it will have both of us. Nice. I
1: I feel like Ben almost... You screwed up the Hot Take Award by picking Radiohead to listen to, because Radiohead yeah. is the biggest Radiohead boner God in the world. God, I, they do. But,
2: I, it is you time. the collective uh, knowledge of lots of people of, recognizes a, the of genius a specific subset of, a of genius
0: band? All right, anyway, let's, uh, let's move into it with, uh, the 27th album, aka The Worst the One. The worst album we listened and to this round. it is. Oh, Wow. So, I'm not okay. surprised by those. Um, ben, you're, you might you're be putting that as mine. the worst it's, one does surprise me. And you know what? It's
2: not even particularly close. Yeah, really? So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So,
1: so Ben has
2: Led Zeppelin's In
1: Through the Outdoor, Brandon has Skrillex and Diplo present Jack U, and I have 21
2: Pilots, 21 Pilots. <laughs> None of uh, those. I had a feeling you guys would be a little <laughs> surprised by mine. Oh, boy, look mine. at the
0: uh, one we've disagreed on the most. <laughs> Radiohead. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: Shocker. our biggest. We're going to fight. Oh,
0: boy. <laughs> I knew
2: that was gonna be there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> as much as I try to like that Led Zeppelin album, it's just—it's—it was by far. Anyway, we'll get into we'll the justification in. yeah, we'll later. We'll get into but, it. Yep.
0: Um, nothing I, that makes
2: me pissed here. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, yeah. Nothing.
0: I—I uh, I am surprised. Not none of you guys put uh, Scrolix and Diplo. I was expecting that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we're going 20, twenty-six. Twenty-six. <laughs> and Diplo. I put Fallout Boy from Under the Cork Tree, and Eric, you put uh, Peter Frampton with Frampton Comes Alive. Given, oh, yeah, uh, given your comment,
2: um, which I believe verbatim was "fuck Peter Frampton," I'm not <laughs> surprised that he just... <laughs> I, I actually have to amend that statement. Fuck you, Ben, for making me listen to this. That's a long <laughs> album.
1: <laughs> it's so long. I was mad from the first it's fucking so talk long.
0: box <laughs> It's so. Oh uh, my god, that I. It was so.
2: Yeah. Long. So no, no real spice yet. I think those are all fair takes. Wow, uh, Wiseblood coming up with. Yeah, interesting.
1: That, that doesn't terribly surprise me either, honestly. We've talked about Wiseblood yeah. amongst ourselves off the air enough that that doesn't surprise me. So it's 25. All right, all right so at this point, those are the two albums I consider bad. Fallout Boy and Skrillex, huh? Yeah, those that's are the fair. only two I consider yeah, bad. Yeah, that's totally fair. That's... I, I think I, the two I have are about the only two
2: I really truly consider yeah. bad albums. And honestly, as well. the, for me, the Skrillex—it's not even—it's not horrible, but I definitely call it on the bad side. of There's
0: it. just no way to like enjoyably listen to it unless you're on a lot of ecstasy, surrounded by other people also on. And if it's a large the year
2: 2013 or yeah, like yeah. exactly that period. <laughs> All right, in let's, time. Let's,
0: let's yeah, let's, let's move on. Uh, 25. Uh, ben, you got Aerosmith. I got Frampton Comes Alive. And, Eric, you got that Screw jackie. X-2. Wow, thing. no
2: spice so far. This yeah. is interesting. Interesting. Honestly, uh, yeah. I think
0: that's that's kind of low for Aerosmith, in my opinion. I mean, you're, as you'll find out relatively soon. As I you'll find copy. out immediately, I don't think that's very low for Aerosmith.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Number 24. 21 Pilots for Ben, Led Zeppelin for Brandon, and
0: for me, Aerosmith. And I think you're going to find out. Im- it's either one or two where I got Aerosmith. But I will say <laughs> there is the a... I, I do think there is a significant step up after Frampton comes alive. I don't think Frampton comes alive is that bad. I'll get, I'll get into it more, okay, but I don't so think yeah, it's we'll, too bad. We'll get into for that for reference,
1: for those following along at home, for the bottom four, we've only had five albums come up so far.
0: Wow, no kidding. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so. so we agree on, <laughs> yeah, the, on we, the bad stuff, for yeah, sure. This is
0: The definitely. spice will be there. I Have we it. had anything not on the overrated list yet? Uh, no. no. Yeah, everything we've no. had so far has come it's off all overrated, overrated. Yeah. So, Which, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Good sure. job, guys. <laughs> good picks. <mix. laughs> all right,
1: yeah. 23. We got Avenged Sevenfold for Ben, 21 Pilots for Brandon, and Fallout Boy
2: for me.
0: And I'm sad you put Avenged Sevenfold the Slow, but I have no argument to put it any higher. Yeah, I,
2: it's, you know what, I actually kind of agree with you, if that makes any sense. Like, I totally get where you're coming from. There's a class of album that's a blast to listen to, but yep. objectively just not that that's great. That's totally how I felt about this. Like... I really like this, but man, it's so
0: dumb. <laughs> I I put it, if I remember correctly, I put it far too high. <laughs> like, well, that's I knew also fair. I like, when just, I put it you know. there, it's like, this is far too high. <laughs> but it's got a little piece of heaven on we'll, it. So. it does have Do, a little piece of heaven? Uh, I'm going we'll to have some things to get into say we'll about get into a little eventually. piece of heaven. For sure. <laughs> Number um, Anything on the, the right, on like the mean score, the... Um, I'm surprised Are to see Diamond
2: Head on our Standard Deviation already. Really? And Dr. Octagon. I mean, that, I'm not surprised about that one at all. <laughs> I am surprised to see Diamond Head up there. I am um, surprised to see that.
0: I'm not surprised to see Danzig. I'm either. not surprised no, to see Danzig No, no. Danzig nope.
1: is, he's a controversial
0: figure. Yeah, uh, Um. Yeah. everything, that's, yeah, Diamond Head's really the only one I'm kind of surprised to yeah, see. Yeah, me too. Alright, um, yeah, 22.
2: Got Ben with Frampton Comes Alive, Brandon with Aerosmith, and Eric with Ween. The first sighting of Ween. First Ween sighting. First okay, Ween I'm glad sighting. it's not, like, super low for you guys. <laughs> I am <laughs> glad about that. Again, I, I can't
0: really argue with it, even though my, my, my ween pick is a lot like
1: ben's avenge sevenfold pick yeah, like exactly nobody's gonna be mad about I it will say, i'll
0: get into it a little bit more uh when i talk about ween but uh if uh the Fishman wasn't on la cucaracha <laughs> that, i think it that's would be like a, a much that's like my
2: favorite song of that,
0: that <laughs> might be the most racist song i've it's ever pretty, heard in my life it's
2: mind. pretty racist <laughs>
0: <laughs> like that's it's right up there with happy ending by uh what's his name <laughs> yeah but this one's hilarious that <laughs> it's it wasn't not it, it is so so not funny. at all oh, it's God. so goddamn funny. all right 21 21. 21 ben and has fallout
1: oh. boy from under the cork tree brandon has bleach, bleach from nirvana, nirvana. <sighs> eric dr and, and,
2: and dr, dr. Oh, octagonicologist crimes <laughs> two of the first crimes have arrived
0: no uh actually i would say all three because fallout boy at 21 is fucking bullshit
2: you know fallout Bo- boy moved up like four spots in my last listen really that was surprising surprisingly yeah one it was gonna go super low for me and then it it raised but we'll get into that later yeah. yeah i'm surprised to see nirvana this low for brandon i'm not shocked to see octagon ecologist this low but it does hurt my heart a little bit <laughs> uh yeah well, I'll, I'll
1: get into that when we get there yep. there's some reasoning all right next up we have at number 20 20. Uh,
2: <laughs> you son of a bitch. Ben with Danzig, <laughs> Brandon, <laughs> Brandon with Radiohead's God. OK
1: Computer as the 20th best album we listen to. <laughs> in Jesus Christ. And then uh, I have yes. Wise Blood
2: Titanic Rising. Man, so, can I just say that most people who have listened to this album would probably agree that it's top 20 of all time. Of every album that's ever been made, I think a lot of people would disagree. That be means safe the, the say, other 19 are guy, all top albums <laughs> this ever. This guy <laughs> put it 20 out of 27.
0: That we said, good. That included
2: Doctor Octagon. (laughs) I'll get into it.
0: I'm really, I'm, I'm not like personally upset that Wise Bloods is but I am sad. I love that album. I love it so much. I I, I keep trying, and it's just, it's not working for me. I mean, that's fair. And like, I mean, it is kind of like a relatively boilerplate pop record. (sighs) Wait, I got
2: mad about Danzig,
0: or is that fair? Eh, Yeah, no. Number 19. Danzig's one like put that anywhere I wouldn't be surprised. Danzig yep. is a very... Danzig's co- pretty much I am like... excited to hear what you have to say about it yeah. though. Yeah. That's, it's always more interesting to talk about. Right, let's go number 19. 19. Zebra. Huh. Diamond Head Lightning to the Nations and Zebra. Eric didn't you put Zebra on your favorite? Yeah. Why is it at 19? Well he pulled that shit with Kendrick Lamar too. Uh,
1: so <laughs> I love I, I, I love the inverse. Oh, was it The end? Yeah. With, with Kendrick oh, Lamar, right. I said it, it was, was overrated. That's right. And still you put it, put it three. Right. That's right.
2: I forgot. <laughs> I, uh...
1: I, no, I, I love Zebra. That doesn't necessarily mean I think it's an amazing album or anything. I... I fully admit to listening to bad music from time to time.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, it's not bad. I, I mean, I'll mean, i tell you what, I am surprised As evidenced see... by the fact that I haven't revealed it yeah, yet. Yeah, no, I, I don't think it's I am surprised
2: about. to see lightning to the nations this low. Yeah, me too. Especially for me, Brandon. That hurts Especially my heart a little.
0: I'll get, I'll get into it. I'll yeah, get, get into it. Filthy fucking casual. <laughs> <laughs> I was put not expecting that. some respect on Diamond Head. <laughs> I, d- I have all the respect in the world for Diamond Head. Um, uh, But yeah, like I said, I'll get into it. All right, next up, 18. The one-third mark. Subvision, so far, so noir. That's that's a little high for Led Zeppelin. I feel uh, I got uh, Ween, Queen. La Cucaracha at 18, and Eric with uh, Led Zeppelin in, in through the. Out-
2: I, that's yeah, that's a lot higher than I expected to see in through the outdoor. That's actually. It- Three of my I, the the three hits
1: off that album are three of my favorites up one songs. That's, yeah, that makes sense. there yeah, the was of the album uh, yeah I, for, like in all the evening my love, uh, all of my love and, and um, fool, in fool in the rain fool in the rain. Yeah, yeah
0: no, those three songs they slap. fucking th- fucking bang. Rest like, the, album, the yeah. rest of the album. The rest of the album kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, so
1: <laughs> but yeah, but those three are really good. they are yeah right. a little bit of sentimentality there. Number yeah. 17.
0: 17. Ween, Doctor Octagon, and Danzig. Yeah, that's a real nice seventeen roundup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: I still hurts me to see Doctor Octagon
0: so low. You can't be surprised by I'm that. I'm not surprised, <laughs> but like I said, it hurts my heart. I'm I'm really happy to see no swans from Eric yet, because I really oh, had that's no true. Yeah,
2: I, I can't wait. I just don't want to hear until the very end what your experience is. Yeah, were like. well,
0: we'll save. Yeah. I, I won't comment on. swans I'm swan curious shit. which one's gonna be higher. I know. I sixteen I- dead mouse <laughs> while one's less than two. Uh, number Iron Maiden number of the Beast, and Subvision. So far, so noir. At sixteen, it's another one of my favorites. I'm, I'm kind of I kinda uh, low.
2: Uh, Also, kind of surprised. This is the first appearance of Dead Mouse. I I'm not. I I, I will get into that when I uh, picked that as an underrated album. I mean, I'm uh, not shocked. Like it's, I felt it's not uh, terrible. Pretty high so, No, it's not. Definitely not terrible. I actually quite liked it. But I am kind of surprised that I had it the lowest. I, I'm kind of happy that that nobody like yeah. dumped it. No, no, I am happy too, because I actually did enjoy that. I
0: I will refrain from saying anything until uh, my turn comes, because I I have some things to say about that album. Uh, All right, number 15, Jeff Rosenstock. Oh, Oh, that that hurts hurts me to see it that low, I will say. Uh, 15, we have Zebra, and then Eric with uh, Avenged Sevenfold at 15. Um... It me to see Jeff I know. I, know. Uh, I had a feeling I'd disappoint you. We'll get into it.
2: This has been almost more sad than fun. We're just all disappointed. We haven't gotten. Let's uh, take a I, moment to say that. Like a lot of these albums were really good. So I'm, I firmly am enjoying albums at this point in the list. Like, oh, absolutely. I everything above like twenty. I yeah, like definitely I, enjoy into those albums. Um, yeah. yes. At
0: what point did I? Would I say like I just really started? Yeah. Till, uh, Actually, um, uh, at nineteen is when I would say I really started to enjoy the albums. I would say for me, it's about, it's seventeen and above. I
2: really enj- yeah,
1: enjoyed. Yeah, I, I think the crop was pretty good this time. It was.
0: Yeah. Um, Number fourteen. I, fourteen. Wise, with blood, with Wise blood. Avenge sevenfold. And why? Uh, with alopecia with its first sighting. Huh? Okay. Um, I
2: can't be super mad. I am glad that that's the lowest it went. Yeah, that feels about- I couldn't put it any higher than that,
0: but I, I enjoyed yeah. that one. I, I'm glad yeah, you good. picked that one, Ben. Good. I am only a little ashamed I put Event Sevenfold at 14. <laughs> I love that I mean, album, man. I, I love I, it again, so much. I don't,
2: I don't fault you. Like, I, I get it, you know? It's a very enjoyable album. I mean, I put it at 15. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, thirteen, thirteen. thriller, thriller. <laughs> and then me and Eric with shovel-headed kill machine.
2: That that feels low for Thriller. I was gonna say that feels a little low for for Exodus, but
0: I'm really happy to hear that you enjoy that out al- that album. Yeah, God, Exodus we'll goes so it. hard. They got
2: way too In hard. In all for honesty,
0: now. like Thriller, like
2: went higher than I expected it to go for me. But I, I think I'm actually very confident in my placement of Thriller. Ben's like, there's two okay. bad songs on this I knew album. I would, Thirteen. Well, there's three. <laughs> there's three terrible there's songs. One. But there's four. Four's there's like, one. There's four that are like the best pop songs ever written. So it's like I knew it was going to be tough for me, but I'm I'm pretty happy. There's
0: with, one and a half bad songs on that. album. <laughs>
2: there's definitely three bad songs. We'll, we'll get
0: into Thriller number twelve. <laughs> two, uh Bleach, uh, Subvision, so far so noir, and Dead Mouse. That's kind of high for Subvision. Dude, I, I fucking love Ghost. I fucking okay. love this record, dude. This yeah. record's so slept dude, on. It's, yeah, it really is. Like, it's it's slightly less metal Ghost. And so, like, I mean, if that sounds like you'd enjoy it, like... Yeah. Check this out, because it's it's heavily slept on, in my opinion. And it's it's kind of like sp- spoopy Halloween music in a way, but... But
1: fun. Yeah. All right, number number 11. Uh, we got right. Iron Maiden, Number of the Beast from Ben. We've got Y, Alipatia from Brandon, and uh, from Eric Nirvana Bleach.
0: Okay, it's I think all pretty fair. I think I think that's really really high for bleach. We'll get into that I
2: where did I put have I had bleach yet? I don't know you, you have, have it. You
0: have it at 12. Oh, yeah I have oh, it 12. Yeah, well there you go. I think that's so I think that's okay. really high. Okay. okay. I can't that remember Was totally that an fair. overrated or uh, that was underrated. I, that was one of, underrated underrated. Was one of my underrated. Yeah. yeah, yeah
2: I, I, kind and of, I re- said before that like underrated is kind of a stretch because I is more under kind is what I was going for I, yeah. I come to agree. can with you on that. Though. Under, under talked
0: about, I guess. Yeah. Which is how I picked a few of my top, 10, number top ten. Yeah, top ten. All right. Exodus. Exodus yeah. Dead buddy. mouse. Uh, number of the beast. All right.
2: I can't be mad at any of that at all. no. Yeah, I'm a remember. little surprised to see Dead Mouse in the top ten, but I'm not mad.
0: Dude, that album's genius. It's, it's, that album's it, genius. It is good. Yeah, no, it, it's good. We'll, I picked we'll that talk, for I'm underrated. I'm excited to talk like, about it. Yeah, I, I'm really excited. That might be one of the
1: most slept-on records I've ever heard.
0: Yeah. Uh, nine. Oh, we, oh, the first swan sighting. And it's from Which is, again, I, not what I expected either, but that's
2: where, that's where we are right now. Brandon has Danzig. That's a little high for Danzig. That's really high for Danzig. Dude, that album's. That's really high for Danzig. Wow. That, that album
0: holds up today.
2: I love Danzig, but that's a little that high. That album holds surprised. up today. And then uh, I had OK Computer. Yeah, that's
0: pretty low for. I was well, actually. That's incredibly, incredibly still. high for OK Computer. <laughs> the entire world disagrees. <laughs> <with me. laughs> and you know what? I will fight that battle if that's what it, if that's what it means.
2: You really want to fight a horde of angry Radiohead fans? <laughs> yeah,
0: because they're all bitches. <laughs> <laughs> that's a battle I could probably win. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel comfortable with that fight. Uh, number eight. Uh, number eight. Uh, um, oh, <laughs> wow, we, oh wow! We, I man. think I figured out which one we agreed upon no the most. Kidding. Yeah, we know where that's. Um, that's actually shocking. That yeah, number eight. Filth by Swans. Is it, are going to be yeah, our I most agreed upon? Not. What the
2: fuck? <laughs> uh, have we gone that far down the music? I we're Pretentious. <laughs> I, ben,
0: you got alopecia, and both me and Eric have Filth by Swans. <laughs> <laughs> that's nuts. Did not expect like did it. Really, really not expect so that <laughs> Uh, uh, I will say, uh, Filth was probably my highest riser of this listening. For I, me, it actually fell a bit. Really? Not a ton, but,
2: like, I I originally had Filth at, like, six-ish, and it actually, six or seven ended up going down a hair, but, again, I, I love Filth, so, I mean, it's not, not a knock to the album, It just yeah. other stuff I thought was a little better.
0: All right, it's number seven, Diamond Head... Uh, at seven from Ben, I got Thriller at seven and Jeff Rosenstock at seven. I'm really that glad to see wild. you like that record so much. Yeah, that, that's top. a real good record. Yeah, I we'll get into it more.
1: I, and at this point, like I really like all these. At this point, yeah, oh, no, yeah, all yeah, this is are fantastic stuff. The, like, like really top yeah. tier. for me,
2: it was tier. the top ten. I believe, uh, yeah, anything ten and better was really really. Good. Uh, I I think the top uh, ten on these
0: are. Yeah. I I would go down just one to eleven. Like eleven okay. and up are like sublime records yeah. I, I fucking loved alopecia i'm glad you did Dude, I, I, <laughs> that I that's so like good. the one I'm, I'm most excited to talk about so yeah i'm glad All right, uh number six dr octagon jeff Rosenstock, and daughters first daughter cited.
2: the first wow so the worst rating of daughters was number six no kidding i, like, I actually
1: kind of expected that that, that, yeah, does, yeah. that makes me happy because like as much as i've shat on you won't get what you want like
3: <laughs> I
1: the way i feel about their self-titled record is the way everybody else sucks Fantano's dick. About you, won't get what you want. Like, <laughs> I think their their self title is it, deserves it, all the praise that you won't get what you want. Honestly, I
0: I I do prefer you won't get what you want, but like, I totally get it. Like, yeah, the self-titled is That's like so good. It, it's it's like all of the intensity of you won't get what you want. But only that <laughs>
2: like compressed it's a, into twenty four minutes. Yeah, it's it's shittery. another
0: example of it's another like uh exception to the rule of you can't just be hard and loud and fast <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> yes you you can't. Can. If it's twenty four minutes, maybe you can. Reminds me of Gulch a little. It's yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's a, a lot, a lot like it's like if Gulch and Elvis had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly heavy. All right, at five we have Metallica. First Metallica.
2: First Metallica, yep. Uh, I have soundtracks for The Blind. Which is the first sighting of that album, specifically. And
0: then Diamond Head at number five. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, (laughs) I cannot (laughs) argue. I can't be uh, mad about any of those. Like, obviously, I had Diamond Head pretty low, but, like, I totally understand putting it this high. Diamond Head fucking slaps. It it fucking slaps. Um, All right, number four. (sighs) Daughters, Wiseblood, and Thriller. That's high for Thriller. That's really high for Wiseblood, too. That's really I, that's high for really Wiseblood. Like, I mean, that's fair, but it, I did put it as one of my favorite albums yeah, of all time. So. We that's knew you fair. would do it, but that's high. <laughs> I, I put it at number four because, well, it's one of my favorite albums well, of all time. Realized, yeah. so. Wait, there hasn't been Seeger Ross yet. Oh shit. Holy oh shit! Oh, oh shit! Oh shit! I think we have a winner. I, I think we know the <laughs> not, collective winner. So not far. to yeah. spoil anything, but um, yeah, at number three.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Boom! Filth is not
0: our most <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Cigarettes. Yeah. This, is the, first, the board. this is, is the first shit. time it's happened. First
2: trifecta. Wait, does that mean we might? Oh no, never mind. It can't happen. No, I take that back. Yeah. Well, I thought we might get it with um, swans, but uh. Mm. I'm mistaken, not Canada. So we got hmm. the Trifecta with Sigur Ross. Ross. Number yeah, three I across wow. the
0: board. I'm, I'm really happy to see that. Hail the Fetus. That, that, yeah, that's the only time
1: that's happened. <laughs> and it's only off by one from Rate Your Music 2 on this list. Damn it. We were so oh, close to so greatness. Beautiful. We were so wow. close, man. Oh, okay, well this is, this is it, so. Alright,
0: yeah, number, number one is number two. Okay, uh, Ben, at number two, you have Soundtracks for the Blind, and at number one, unsurprisingly, you have OK Computer. Number two, I have The Daughter, self-titled, and Ride the Lightning at number one. And Eric, with uh, Ride the Lightning at two, and Soundtracks for the Blind uh, at (laughs) one. That... Really surprises me. That does me. surprise me, and, and I am so, so happy. excited that to talk about That makes up for every bad call you've ever had in your life. <laughs> right I made there. that. I made that change today. Um, I had. God, did we have another tie, we have a tie at number oh, one shit. between at Soundtracks, Metallica. with Soundtracks wow. for the Blind and Metallica? Oh,
2: Seeger so Ross didn't win. Wow, that's right.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I had, I had soundtracks at number five, and you guys, uh, one, two, and five.
2: I mean that that checks out,
0: right? Honestly, that's, the, the top that's four compared to the top four
2: are incredibly unsurprising for our composite. Yeah, and, and I'm happy that it's it's them. I'm glad. I am very glad to see daughters at four. I had a feeling daughters was going to go super high for us. Yeah. So so mm-hmm. for for the listeners, real quick, our composite is Ride the Lightning and
1: Soundtracks for the Blind are tied for one. Then Sigur Ross is number two, and then a, the self-titled titled Daughters. Then a Thriller, Filth, Worry, OK Computer. Lightning to the Nations and Alipatia f- rounding out the top 10. Oh, I...
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not. R- I'm not.
2: Too I'm mad almost about more that, like
1: I'm like yeah. proud of you guys for this. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it turned out to be. I, I'm really surprised to see soundtracks
0: never. for the blind at number one for you. Oh, Nobody am, dropped I'm a so really happy. shitty
1: take here. I, I, I'm impressed. I, I don't think I saw I mean, one. except really for take. except for Radiohead, but that uh, was yeah, like the I'm only. Putting only that at number one <laughs> is a, is a little spicy. I have to.
2: I have to say, it's the least spicy thing ever. If you look at the data, like objectively,
1: that's that's like the most oatmeal take in the world
2: <laughs> you know what though i will say um soundtracks for the blind did give okay computer a run for its money i like i definitely thought about it
1: i had i had ride the lightning as number one for mm-hmm. almost the whole month we did this and i finally was like yeah no so wow. i, I'm, I so put, ha- I'm so happy
0: you like swans so, <laughs> so i that put that ride the so lightning happy. at number one just the beginning because i've heard that album eight billion times and right. after i had heard everything else i was like I should probably at least listen to some, Ride The Lightning, and I put listen to two tracks like, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Good. Yeah. But, um, shall we get into it? Yes,
2: let's uh, do it. Ben, you get to start us we'll off as this tomorrow. All right, Ben, let's... All right, so we'll start at the bottom again,
0: so... Uh, my worst album, um... I, I do think this is a very spicy... I, I think this is, honestly, like... It's it's not a good album, but it is not the worst thing on here. Yeah, yeah I, I think fully, it's a little
1: spicy. I, it is not
0: worse than Jack You. <laughs> I think
2: it is, and <laughs> it I, is not I, worse I, I know I'm dude. in the minority, and I know most people are not going to agree with this take, but of all the albums, uh, all, of all the 27 that we listened to in Through the Outdoor was the most grating and just hard for me to listen to album. It's the only album here that just sonically pisses me off. No <laughs> other album
0: pissed me off.
2: Everything else was tolerable. See, I,
0: I just don't even get that. Like, it's what, it's What about it pisses you off?
2: a few things um and i have touched on this in past episodes but it might be the worst use of synthesizers i've ever heard in my life it is so bad they're pretty they're not very good it's like it's like the band lost all their originality and said oh everyone else is using synths i'll go do 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 do
3: do 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 do
2: do fuck you you guys are better than this it's honestly it's kind of appalling how poorly those were worked in. Two, Plant has had about 2,000 too many packs of cigarettes, which is already starting to happen on um, physical graffiti, but it's way worse here. And three is just you don't get the creative musical cohesion that you got on their previous albums. Like Jimmy Page is kind of absent from this album, and John Paul Jones is doing God knows what in his stupid synth. <laughs> I, I,
3: <okay. laughs> I, I got to agree with you there. Um, <laughs> See, there are. <already laughs>
1: Yeah, taking any any time John Paul Jones is not playing bass, so like what a crime against humanity. Yeah, yeah. And,
2: and the other thing is, even the quote unquote good songs off this album, like "All My Love" and and "Fool in the Rain," like they have some good stuff going on, but they they also fall victim to just the annoying sound wars that's going on here. Like um, "Fool in the Rain" has that weird like Latin part with the with the whistles for no reason that like random interlude that just sounds like total shit in what is an otherwise good song I mean even the good songs here just have some bullshit thrown into them and and as someone who was a is still a pretty big Zeppelin fan just contrasting this with their early stuff is just, it's really
0: disappointing. I mean, if you don't put a Zeppelin album on your favorites next time, I think you just, like, don't get the right to call yourself a Zeppelin fan anymore. So, yeah, and he's touching <laughs> on the
2: fact that I've put a Zeppelin album as overrated on the past two lists. <laughs> and you also put enough. fucking physical, the masterpiece that is physical graffiti. But I also admitted that I still think it's a good album, so, I mean... That's yeah, such a good album. All I, right, let's, I, anyway, I, let's, let's keep going. Uh, 26, Skrillex and Diplo present Jack U. This album is basically it's just a collection of silly um dubstep, you know, club songs. So like for that it's not terrible, but as an album it's there's it really nothing to be seen. It's just it's a very bland. It's like dubstep a DJ album. set the it's, album. It's a D yeah, exactly. And and I think Eric's right, it is overrated um in that. Um like it seemed to get pretty good reviews. That that Bieber track, Where Are You Now, is like I mean, that was on the radio for like yeah. a year. I'm surprised that this got like the praise that it did because it's there's nothing to be seen here folks like you could skip what this What praise and, did this album get? I mean it was it like got good top 40 shit reviews. For years. Years. But I, I mean there's garbage on the top 40 all I mean the time, I just looked up so. the Wikipedia page and it seemed like like Rolling Stone and, and other you know Decently reputable sources gave it thumbs up so that kind of surprises me because it's people were so hyped for Skrillex and Diplo to work together yeah, in it's in the, the
1: EDM scene. It's,
0: it's
2: a like, you know, this should be a forgotten era of music. It's just just not much going on here.
0: There, there's one more thing we need to say about this album. I'm the shit you should put for breeze on. Me. That <laughs> is the, the stupidest <laughs> fucking thing. <laughs> Two Dang,
2: that's the whole song too. This song yeah, is called I'm, uh, uh,
0: I'm the shit. Uh, uh, I'm the shit you should Shoot put Febreze on me. It. God, so that's the that's. Stupid. I think that might be the worst song I've ever heard. In my Shout life. out to my boy it's, Two Chains. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Two Chains, but that might be the worst song I've ever heard. God, it's really bad. I love Two really Chains <laughs> I love 2 and I hate all of his music, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. And it's amazing. <laughs> all right, uh, Aerosmith. Uh, Aerosmith, very at unsurprising
2: five. to see down here. God, this album and this album actually dropped quite a bit. I think it was more around the twenty one ish mark. And I listened to it again. I'm like, God, this is so fucking boring. Yeah. Like and the, yeah. the worst part is this is their debut album. Yeah, like, like how is your debut album this boring? Because it had Dream On on
0: it. Because like, it had Dream On, and like Dream like On, even though like, it's notes. not even that good. Like it's a fun meme song, but it's not that no, good it's, of a song. No, it's it's a great song, but it's so manufactured. Yeah, but yep. like it's in my opinion, it's so good and so manufactured. But it almost like overcomes how manufactured it's, it right. feels because I do think it is a legitimately it's a great song, track. But
2: it's also it's a really but silly it like song. it
0: is so clearly like hey we need a song to go on every movie soundtrack ever. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like I mean,
1: you can just hear the dollar machine printing.
0: Oh yeah, and like, like those that, that like should still on like big movies like every. Dude, it's on year. commercials.
2: It's on. It, and oh, oh, here's a funny tidbit. Um,
0: every time the see. fucking Olympics comes up, you hear it all the goddamn oh, yeah. time.
2: Shit, I did the math on it, but I didn't write it down. I think, if you looked at the number of plays that Dream On has compared to every other song in the album, um, I think the next closest one was less by a factor of, like, 20 or 100. Yeah, it was not. something I, ridiculous. I would not be
1: shocked if Dream On has 10 times the plays of the rest of the album combined. Yeah, It I probably will. does,
2: yeah. yeah. It was something absurd, and that's understandable because every other song in this album is just a generic rock, blues, um... Uh, uh, you know, based thing with I, very mediocre, like mediocre playing. God, Steve Tyler, he's a shitty singer. I can't stand his voice. I, he's I so boring. To me, he's I, nothing I, to I, offer. I will say he
0: is one of those singers like he's a bad singer, but I think it kind of works. I, I kind of like like Tom Waits there was any... to some degree. Like, see, but Tom Waits has so much creativity and so much passion. Oh no, that no, that is absolutely true. Like, 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 no but, like, I, like, I, I'm just talking about Tom Waits as a singer. Yeah,
2: no, I agree. I think Steve Tyler could be a decent singer if, again, if there was an ounce of creativity or passion in what he's singing. But it's the most bland shit ever. And there's God, this is this. I, like, I, I did not go with high expectations, but if, I, if you if you sit
1: down and listen to an Aerosmith album and not like their greatest hits. You wonder how
2: they survived. Like, how did
1: they get big? Like, they, they, they did. have like one hit per album. It it's one.
2: it's pretty wild. Yeah. No, this was, um... and it's got a 3.41 on Rate Your Music. Like that blows my mind. It, it's
0: it's just the definition of dad rock. And like, there, I mean, as we know from like Foo Fighters and uh, and bands like Aerosmith, like that gets you somewhere. Like it's it's a sound yeah. that there's a lot of people there's a market that for love it, it and. Yeah. All right. Definitely
2: Uh, overrated. Good pick Eric. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 24, 21 pilots. Um, I actually didn't hate this album. Um, it's going pretty low for me because this one, the whole album, it ranged from like mildly interesting to mildly annoying in certain parts. And I definitely didn't hate it. Um, I actually don't think it's overrated. Well, I think in terms of rating, uh, like actual number ratings, it's right on the money. I think in terms of popularity, I will concede it's very overrated. I don't see how these guys ever made it big. Yeah. it, It, it's interest. I guess I'll talk about them on Emo my Emo Kids
0: needed another band. That's that's yeah. kind of what it came up with. We're well, about to hear
1: their other band come up here yeah. in a couple rankings. 21, you know? Pilots, <laughs> <laughs>
2: 21 Pilots was like... the Some of it was decent. I thought the compositions were decent. The rapping was a little awkward. And just, oh, it's really it's, bad. It's really bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, really it, bad. It's just bad. It, it's kind of cringy in parts. The thing and,
1: is about them is like... What they're doing is creative. It just doesn't amount to much for me. Like yeah. it's like you listen to it and if you if you pick it apart, it's it's all pretty creative and, and kind of fresh in the modern rock scene. But then the, yeah. the end product is like right. discount Imagine dragons. Yeah. And it's yeah. like how and did like, this happen?
0: Yeah, like it's like, you know, like modern pop rock with like Midwest emo. And hip hop influences, yeah. and it's like that sounds really strange. But I think there's a chance it might work. It almost works, and it yeah, and it almost it does so close. close. Yeah. yeah, but there, it's, it's you know, it sounds it's, it sounds amateurish
2: to me. It came across as very. No, amateurish. I mean, it's
0: it sounds sterile to me. Yeah, it, it it's, is it's, a it's a like sterile.
2: overproduced to the yep. point where it kind of is just like heartless. That's a good yeah. word for it. Yeah, uh, twenty three. Right. Um, I chose Avenged Sevenfold, and I do feel a little guilty putting it this low because as we've talked about before. Like these guys are clearly incredible musicians and like have all the talent and skills necessary to like do amazing things. And they seem to have a good time, but I just couldn't get past how absurd they're sounding. <laughs> like it's just so stupid. <laughs> and again, that's like part of the aesthetic. And I, I will admit, this was for an album that goes this low, I thoroughly
0: enjoyed this album. Yeah. Like there's a significant difference between Avenge Sevenfold and Avenge Sevenfold after you've had two beers. Yeah, like once you like just stop giving a fuck, like
2: I mean, here's a cl- a prime example. Like most of the uh, you know, all the album up till um uh the the good song, uh Little Piece of Heaven. Mm-hmm. It's all just like melodramatic, overplayed absurdity and it's it's really fun. Mm-hmm. And then you get to Little Piece of Heaven, which is which is down uh, a fantastic song. I mean, <laughs> it's
0: so good. Yeah, just yeah. you go from like this all this way overproduced, like, poser metalcore into, like, this nine-minute... Like pseudo classical opus about yeah. zombies <laughs> and cannibals, very theatrical. It's like almost like transporting, <laughs> <necrophilia, laughs> like yeah. Yeah.
2: Necrophilia. It's like a Tim Burton film style thing. It's really good. And, and then and they end with a fucking country song. <laughs> what? I love that track. I unironically I love, it. I love think that. It's track. a great choice because again, if you're going for stupid, that's about as stupid as it gets.
1: And the metalcore album with a country banger yep. after you had a,
0: cl- a classical cl- music like, opus. Yep.
1: I, I think the other thing that is Classic hilarious to me is if you ask around in the guitar playing community, the, the guitar solo off Afterlife is like, unironically, one of the best guitar solos ever. It's just buried in like a, a nothing song. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You, like, you like you totally miss it because the, the music's so, like, whatever, but then you, like, go back and, like, like, try and find a video of him playing that solo. Avenged Sevenfold's lead guitarist is easily one of the best active guitarists right now. Like, I, hands yeah. down. He is yeah. one of the best active guitar players.
2: Yeah, it's one of those bands where like, uh, and you guys are it's a totally fair take to, to love this because you admit that it's silly, but if everyone ever came up to me and said like, yeah, I really I just live, really love Avenged Sevenfold Man, like like what they do just really like like hits me right in the heart. They're just my favorite band, like I, I would not take that person seriously. How many monsters like, you had today, bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh. So yeah, um, it's going low, but man, it was fun. Uh... Frampton comes Peter alive. Frampton, it's More like Frampton, uh, is in a state of, 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 unconsciousness and boredom. You you put it higher than all of us. I did, actually. That kind of, <laughs> that kind of surprised. But, yeah, I mean, it's not terrible. What a perfect but pick for overrated, though. It's a God, great overrated. Yeah. Like, I've never been more confident about anything in my life than Peter Frampton as overrated. Uh, it's, it's boring. What can I say? It's just boring. The... it it drags most of the songs are really boring even the few hits are are not that good and as I talked to I talked about before like what makes it worse is like how popular this album is and like how much the audience is just going crazy over nothing (laughs) like I don't know it just kind of grates me for some reason. Frampton
1: absolutely deserves to be a one or two hit wonder like he deserves like I, I don't mean that like like in the negative, like, no, he deserves that level of success. That's a level of success most people never get, and he deserves it. He does not deserve to be as popular as he is. The songwriting yeah. just isn't there. It's just not yeah, there. I, I
2: totally agree. I like the part he's like, all right, guys, we're going to play some rock and roll. Like, fuck you. You're, you're just like your a <laughs> That's paraposer. the least rock and roll thing, thing I've ever fucking rock, heard. Yeah, terrible. I oh, mean, anyway, Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy. Uh, so, Fallout Boy actually originally was going to go pretty low. My original comment on this album was, "This is as good as you can make bad music sound." <laughs> but when I revisited it, uh, I liked it significantly more than the first time. I will admit that uh, I would no longer consider it bad music. I, it's definitely not up my alley, but I, I got to respect some of the stuff they were doing here. I, I think if you pull out I completely, and I, I agree with Brandon that it it kind of was, you know, um, part of the demise of rock music. I I don't disagree with that at all. Um, but the fact that they, like, made this sound work, and it's a sound that I hate, I absolutely hate this style of music, but I think they pulled it off pretty well here. And, uh, there were some moments I actually kind of liked. Um, it's still a pretty, like, 5 out of 10, meh, overall for me, but, um, yeah, the second go-around for me, um, I, I definitely noticed some things that I had discounted before. All right, Danzig. Yeah, Danzig, Danzig. I want to hear what you think of Danzig. So, yeah. okay. <laughs> So here's the deal with Danzig. Um, the first like three tracks, I'm really digging it, right? And then like the next seven tracks are just the same exact thing and at a certain point I just checked out because I just got bored because it, <laughs> it does not vo- have a lot of variety. It no. does. It has like zero, but it has Danzig, precisely yeah. zero variety and uh, after a while Danzig's voice just kind of got under my skin. Um, hmm. Overall, I still liked it. I still think it's a good album. Um, but like the funny thing about this is like there is nothing novel here like they took old like blues you know they took old rock and they like stripped down the instrumentals and made it really like gritty and and put Danzig on it and like it works but this is like one of the least creative albums ever
0: I think they, Ooh, they nailed, the, gonna, aesthetic. Uh, dis- they nailed the aesthetic. I'm gonna disagree with that one. They nailed the aesthetic, I'm gonna disagree with that one real yeah, hard. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't
2: think this was a creative album. Ooh,
0: oh, this was a horror punk classic, man. No, I know, but I'm
2: saying like the idea behind it is like, hey, let's just like it. It wasn't like when heavy metal burst onto the scene where it was a you know it was a new thing. Yeah, because of, of harshness. Like
0: because like this, if it wasn't for Dan- well, not this album specifically, but if it wasn't for Danzig, metal wouldn't have really burst on the scene. He was like one of
1: those dudes. I do think Danzig is not, like, Danzig is not as good as Misfits
0: was. No, absolutely, well, yeah. Well, Danzig isn't as good as Danzig-era Misfits. Post-Danzig-era Misfits is kind of garbage.
1: I I think my my favorite thing, just because it's a good time to tell that story, is the the guitarist for Misfits for a while. I, I forget his name, it's something German, and he's got this crazy spiky guitar that he built himself in his wood shop. And the thing that is hilarious about him to me is he could only play misfit songs, like I mean that's pretty standard for a lot of punk like guitars. He, he had no idea how to play the guitar. The only songs <laughs> he could play are the songs he wrote oh
2: because he was just fucking
1: around. And it's like that's so punk. Oh man, it's so punk. It's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> like Ramones level shit
2: right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised the Ramones haven't come up on right? any of these. That, They're they're due. They're due. Yeah. I don't. <sighs> I don't really know shit about the Ramones to be honest, but. From what I've heard is no, not big punk kids. <laughs> Yeah,
0: I, I, I like punk, just not that style of punk. Yeah, yeah. Alright, let's...
2: Yeah. Alright, uh, number 19, Zebra. So Zebra and Danzig were very tough to decide for me, and I ended up giving the edge to Zebra because, um, while I think it was less, definitely less consistent than, than Danzig, it was definitely more creative and more interesting than Danzig. So, in terms of a revisit value, I'll be going back to Zebra before Danzig for sure. So, this one was uh, a...
0: subvision. Are you moving to something? No no, 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 zebra. I oh, want zebra. zebra. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So
2: this one was an interesting listen for me because like the first song comes on, "Tell Me What You Want," and I'm like, this is like corny as hell, but I really like it. Like, <laughs> yeah. it nailed it, totally nailed it. And then like the next few songs are kind of eh, but like somehow the last like two or three songs on this album are fantastic. Like it's one of the rare <laughs> cases where the conclusion it's the most unlikely shit I've ever heard. Where like the corny like hair metal style delivery to rock. Then it delves into, you know, just kind of silly blues. And then it gets, like, super interesting in the last <laughs> 20 minutes. Like, what? So just for the fact that it ended so strongly, um, yeah, I'm giving this one a thumbs up.
0: Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. I do think the album just, it throughout the entire entirety of the album, it just got better. It gets better. Like, way the entire better. time. Zebra and, I, and I do have yeah. to take this moment to, to fight you, Eric, because why did you pick... The hardest fucking album to listen to in yeah, the entire it. world. It was
2: hard to. Fu- well, I just I waited on this one. Like, just get me a link and then I'll listen to it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to be fair, I I picked this album because I had I, I discovered this album by I'd heard more than half of these songs played on satellite radio, mm-hmm. and at that point I'm like, how hard can it be? But if you want to listen to this zebra album, like in its entirety, like legitimately, I went to the band's website to try and get a copy of the album, and they couldn't even tell me where to buy the album on their website, and. I I debated
0: emailing the band just
1: like, hey, I want a copy of this album. What do I do?
0: Help me help you. I eventually found it streaming the entirety on a Russian streaming site. Like, it's not even on YouTube. Yeah, it was, though. I
2: found it on YouTube. uh, I did So it was probably a newer upload, if I had to guess, because I did find it on YouTube and the songs matched up what you sent me. I listened to it on your link, but it was at a certain point in time. On youtube but anyway
0: i i found a link on youtube but part of it was part of the it was deleted or silenced oh okay yeah. the one
2: i found seemed to be active okay, but anyway yeah. um and yeah, yeah let me just w- mention one more time like the outro on the last track is one of the best closing album outros i've ever heard they're a band that's like, really good they just get better the more you listen to them in yeah. my opinion and they're still like right on the razor's edge of
0: Silly of diving into off. just complete corniness. So, so what and, do you guys and, think? And being good, yeah. So,
1: the reason that I thought to bring them up is because I, I mentioned them a couple weeks back in a Greta Van Fleet oh, saying,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I said, Do you so want so to, I said, yeah,
1: Greta Van Fleet ripped off Zebra more than they ripped off Zeppelin? What, mm-hmm. do, you, what do you think? Yeah, I
0: wanted to talk about So, album? I mean, I definitely like hear a lot of the same influences. I don't know if I could say like they ripped them off, uh just cuz I'm still I still wouldn't say I'm familiar enough right. with Zebra to make that claim but yeah, I definitely heard a lot of similarities.
2: I heard some similarities mainly in the vocals, you know, with his yeah. mm-hmm. and oh obviously we have to mention the falsetto the falsetto's great. <laughs> it's it's totally absurd and I love yeah. it. Um I think I heard the in the vocal similarities more than anything. I'm not sure that I picked up on like songwriting similarities all that much to be honest. Oh, oh
1: no, it's it's more in his vocal okay. delivery. Like when people say like People have started to say like he's he's gotten away from the Robert
2: Plant thing a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, and
1: he's gotten he away from like that Zebra <laughs> and got right into Zebra. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, that's a totally fair thing. This uh yeah. I, I enjoyed this falsetto very much. Anyway. Into uh, subvision. Subvision, number eighteen. So Subvision was a tough one for me because I uh I absolutely loved the instrumentals on this album. Yeah, you've said you hate his voice before, so and I, how do you I, I,
0: feel about Papa?
2: <laughs> you know what the funny thing is, I totally forgot that it was the same singer as Ghost. Completely, <laughs> I didn't remember until you told me like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, that's why. And I've mentioned before with Ghost, I can't, the singer, I'm not a wild, uh, I'm not a big fan of the singer. Um, and for me, the problem here was that the, uh, the, the riffs uh, and all the instrumental stuff had such an anger and intensity to it, and the vocals were very, very flat flatly delivered without really any anger at all without any that much emotion, it was a very Weezer style delivery to the vocals. It, no, it Ooh. was, it totally was. <laughs> no, not as bad as Weezer, <laughs> no. but definitely, I got a ton of Weezer. No, Ooh, I don't, I do not like that one. I know you don't, know, but it's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Fuck off, So, ben. if the vocals had been, I'm gonna go twice as the hard on If the vocals were better on now. this album, it would, it could have been really good because I, d- I just love just the simplicity and the anger of, of, of the guitar. And, and it's a very riffy album, and it's up my album up to that point but then he does the kind of he does does the generic pop punk delivery on the vocals and that that's why it's it's where it's at if it had better vocals it would be much higher in my list i feel like i still liked it but i think
1: subvision to me like this album demonstrates like this is where rock music could have gone like instead we went full 21 pilots but like we could have gone this direction and it would have been great that does make me sad to think
2: yeah but I, i feel like like with the vocals i've heard so much stuff that sounds like this already And it's kind of a shame because this album had a lot of potential. I still liked it, though. Um, I don't know if I think it's underrated, but I did, you know, generally enjoy it.
0: What about Ween? Ween, La
2: Cucaracha, man. Uh, So this might be Ween's stupidest album, and that's saying for a lot for a band that (laughs) made... This uh, was an incredibly For a band that made Pure Guava and The Pod, that's saying (laughs) a lot. Um, And for me, I think this album boils down to whether you think it's funny or not, and it's hard for me to listen to this album without just cracking the fuck up it's so goddamn funny
0: i think that a lot of that applies to just ween in general yeah if you don't like like even ween
2: fans generally aren't wild about this one so if you don't like ween period yeah i can see why you wouldn't There's like no this no way yeah. But man the fucking synth uh Trilling trumpets on the first song, like have me in tears almost every time. <laughs> uh, I will defend the fruit man till the day I die. The fish man, you mean? <laughs> no, it's the fruit man. Oh, the fruit man. Yeah. The fruit man. Fruit yeah. man, it's, you know, it tells a story. Um, Not a story we want to tell, maybe, but, <laughs> but it does tell it, one. You know, a trip to the market. Uh, yeah, there's some funny shit on this, uh, on this album. That I I will never not enjoy this one. Uh, Deadmau5, while one is less than two. I like that you
0: actually said Deadmau5. <laughs> what is
2: that now? It's deadmau it? What? No, that's a... F- <laughs> Did I copy it wrong? No, that's a five. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is cool. Um, and I, I actually appreciate that you made us listen to the fucking two hour and 20 minute version of it. Um, I will admit, there's no way that I remember most of the last, like, two-thirds of this album, but I put it on, and I remember enjoying it. So, I can talk about maybe the first four tracks. <laughs> After that, it's kind of a blurb, but I, I did try to make sure I to... I just listened to it to... in,
0: like, the two chunks, like, without the song breakdown, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, um,
2: this was good. Like, this grew on me over time, because it starts off, it's like, wom-wom, wom-wom, and just, like, the really simple, like, okay, like, this almost isn't even music, but it's fun. But then, like, you start noticing, like, the little uh, subtle things, and yeah, I think for, like, it's a fantastic album to put in the in the background and just kind of let it permeate the room without necessarily listening really hard. But if you want to listen hard to it, I'm sure you could do that and get a lot out of it. So, I think one of, surprise the, on this one, one of the
1: fun things about this album is that there's a lot of like piano parts or piano yeah. songs, mm-hmm. and in the most dead mouse move ever, he bought an incredibly expensive piano. He doesn't play at all. Yeah, and okay. he built a contraption where he could send MIDI from his computer and the robot would physically play the piano for him from what the a, MIDI. <laughs>
0: what a monster. And
2: recorded that. This Why not just learn to play a,
0: piano? It's like the same thing. I mean. but that's it's, not what Deadmau5 does. No, I mean,
2: what I kind of like about this album is like you're listening to like this really, like this guy this isn't very musical, but it works, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of cool. And that's one of the criticisms leveled against Deadmau5, and, uh, excuse me, Deadmau5 is that he doesn't really have that... Good of an understanding of actual music theory, which I totally get, but man, like... He has zero understanding of yeah. music theory. Like,
0: He's, to pull it off
2: like this? I think yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, 15, Jeff Rosenstock, Worry. Um, It's good, and I really tried to get into this one, but uh aside from the first track, nothing here really grabbed me. I, I love the first song. Oh. After that, it was all solid stuff, but uh for me, it's just like there was nothing that was super interesting here. And it's all played well, it's sung well, but uh, certainly didn't hit me either emotionally or, or sonically all that hard, so <sighs> it had to go here.
0: You dick. <laughs>
2: all right. Fourteen. I don't even want to hear you talking. Fourteen. <laughs> Wise blood. Titanic Rising. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm
0: actually oh, very okay with this. Yeah, version. I think
2: um, a few of these tracks are fantastic, but there's a few that are, you know, they're nice, dreamy-sounding pop tracks. I do think this album is actually a little overrated. Again, good album, but. You know, some of the tracks are a little forgettable, and I think you have to do a little more to really impress me. But, um, yeah, I, I get why you love it. It's a very heartwarming album. Every Day is a great song. Andromeda, movies are all great. I just don't think it quite holds together as an album. But, uh,
0: bullshit. But, it's right, uh, so no, still
1: a good pick. Uh, so, so you talked about Thriller
0: before.
2: Yeah. And... You know you kind of your reasons you think it's overrated. Yeah, we
0: we've all kind of talked. Yeah, about we've this talked this one, this one to death, but
2: my, my basic argument is that uh, you k- an album can't be considered truly great If there are three like total duds on it and, and, and like, I, there's okay. a few tracks that are yeah, shit let, on Let's just album.
1: get Thriller out of the way so so I, I buy this this argument, but but 13 even with three Not amazing songs on it. Mm-hmm.
2: It's really this low it is because um I just think those drag it down too much. Like every
0: album. Uh, above. What, what so, three so are you
2: referring to? Um, wait, I, I think la- I can guess uh, two of them. Uh, let's see if I remember the, off the top. My mine. Head. It's actually yes, yes. See, the girl's mine. Um, lady in my life. Okay, two and a half. Pyt is not horrible. Oh. But
0: man. yeah. Pyt. Okay, is okay, great. Okay, Let's say.
2: <laughs> let's say, uh, lady in my life is awful, and yeah. Uh, yeah. uh, that song's uh, bad. Michael uh, Paul McCartney is awful.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's what I would say. Like. The girl is mine is a good song until Paul, Paul McC- the like the Paul McCartney it's like dialogue not, at the end. It's not that was bad. It's not. That if they double took double, the, yeah, like the dialogue out, it'd be a fine song. Paul McCartney might good. be
1: the biggest mistake. I mean, it's the only
2: mistake on that album. I,
0: I, I, I do the think the closing. I do think Lady in My Life is not a very good That's song. Bullshit. It's
2: not okay, an amazing so, song. So it's not deal. a bad song. And I, and I've conceded before. Want to be starting something? I said that Quincy Douglas should win a Nobel Prize for that song because it's groundbreakingly amazing um Billy Jean obviously amazing beat it obviously, beat it, obviously. thriller obviously thriller. and again I've said those might be like the four best pop songs ever written <laughs> <laughs> but and here's the thing even if you go to album number like 16 whatever not ween but you could maybe include subvision even the subvision album which is five spots lower is a much more consistently good album than Michael Jackson But there's also nothing else on this list that
0: gets to the highs that this album gets to. Of course, and
2: I fully acknowledge that. But everything like 18 and upwards is way more consistently good than Michael Jackson, even if it doesn't hit the highs. And for me, judging an album, I can't there can't be glaring missteps like that. I just, I, I really drags it down. Like when it you, has
0: four of the five greatest songs ever written on there, yes. I think it can. No, because <laughs> like, no, you
2: still don't get to get away with it. You gotta, if you got okay, If you the making, best songs, okay, if so, you're so, making a list here's of the,
0: the 1,000 greatest songs ever, yes. the each art, like, four like of the best be artists deal. ever are going to have one, maybe two songs yes. on there. Yes, and Reminds. he has four off one album. Off one I can see that. album. However, here's the deal. If
2: you're making an album, and you, and surely they recognize those are great songs, because who wouldn't? How on earth do you throw fucking lady in my life in there you does it like all they need okay to like do it's not a good song but it's not that lady bad in my life it's not that bad. mine you replace it with something else that so, works so you gotta to remember zero- so it's not that bad so though. yes
1: it is it's the, not the thing you gotta remember about thriller too is it's interesting in it's creation where uh it's a big label project you know they had a specific deadline for the album and uh they got to where they- I want to say they had two or three weeks left before the album was due to the label, and Michael Jackson said, you know what, nope, this isn't it, and they deleted the whole album. And started over. Really? Yeah. Wow. Pulled a Kanye. He pulled a Kanye. Except he
0: actually did it.
1: He, they I mean, released the album. Did Kanye do it with my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy? Maybe.
0: No, he was- there are literally stories of that being recorded for like four years.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, like, half of, you know, Thriller was written, like, in cabs on the way to the studio, like, Mm -hmm. in no time at all, and it's just, everybody went nuts on that album.
2: Yeah, I mean, it may have been written in a cab, and I know an album that was written in cold blood with a toothpick, but Brandon doesn't recognize that one either. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Um, I'm not even the sure the what he's. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking Matt about. Matt no, okay. Oh. Um that's a good uh, album. It's
0: yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> an overrated album, but it's a good album. All right, we, we've yeah, talked about Night Thriller.
2: Th- uh, thriller. Yeah. Anyway, to beat a dead horse another time. Um, Nirvana, Bleach, number twelve. Yeah, it's good. It's definitely not great, but it's good. It's consistently good. Um, it's really sludgy. It's really nasty, garagey sounding. Um, I think it's an important part of Nirvana's canon. I don't know if there's any tracks that are super amazing. Um, I think they're all pretty consistently good. About a Girl's is great. Um, there's enough variety on here. Um, like, it's not just all, don't, 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 don't. Like, there's a lot of that, but there's also some pretty neat guitar playing. And, and again, just the. The volume and the anger of the sound from just three guys I think is pretty cool here. Obviously with their next album they went a lot more produced, a lot more intentional um, studio sounding, but yeah, the fact that this album is like almost never talked about when people mention Nirvana still surprises me. When you hear Nirvana is a quote grunge band, like this is why. This is the grungy
1: stuff. Yeah.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Like they
1: define a genre and then everyone kind of forgets about like the music they wrote
2: that sounds like that genre. It's pretty wild. Yeah, totally. Uh, Iron Maiden, number twelve, number of the beast. Um number 11. Eleven, yeah, yeah. Um this one for me uh is a case of an album that I respect a lot, but not quite up my alley. Uh, but still makes still good. It's like it's in a weird niche, and you guys kind of alluded to this. It's like halfway between like hair metal and like the more harsh stuff that came after it. And for me, it's just like it's not a niche that quite appeals to me, but I definitely respect it. Um, the vocals are amazing. It's just not quite my thing, but I I definitely respect this
0: album. How do you feel about the closing track, Hollowed Be Thy Name? To be honest, I don't know if I remember it all that well. Get the fuck out of here, dude. That's a great... That's like the one, like, actually good thing on that album.
2: I'll have to go back. It kind of blended together a bit for me, so I'll have to, uh...
0: It's, like, completely different than the rest of the album. I'm convinced you actually just didn't listen to it. No, I (laughs) listened
2: to it twice. I just don't, I can't, I can't. The only one I really remember is um, Run to the Hills. But
0: yeah, that's because yeah, I've heard
2: on the radio. Yeah, a million that song, yeah, that's a good one to
1: remember. Yeah, I that,
2: apologize for not remembering Hollow Be My Name. I will definitely check it out again, though. But yeah, I, I like this album.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like the album that much, but... Anyway, I'll get into that and on my mind. All, All right, right. Exodus. Uh, Exodus. I, I'm so happy to see you Exodus like this album so the much. Shit. God, this album kicks so I much like ass, isn't it? This, this is great. Is great. Oh, oh, it's so good. It's so fast uh, and yeah. angry the entire time. It's so
2: time. angry. Um, yeah, that- dude, this album. It was great. Yeah,
1: Raise is one of the best openers I think ever for a thrash yeah. metal album to open with that track. It's like I right, strap in.
3: <laughs>
2: it <laughs> then is it goes the Death Amphetamine. <laughs> death Amphetamine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's God is so good. Um, Just get it. It gets uh, the people gets going. The people going. I, and what's the the best thing about this album is like if you were to tell me that a uh, heavy metal band that existed for a long time came out with the Thrash Metal album in 2005, that's like 70 minutes long. I would not want to listen to that album. Uh, and so to pull this off, I think is super uh, impressive.
0: Yeah, like because, it, it's like, one Metallica thing to like and... come out with a good album like thirty years after your prime. Yeah, it's another thing to come out with an album that's consistently good for seventy minutes, thirty yeah. years past your prime. There's yeah. really
2: not a low point on this album. Like somehow they managed to keep it up, and I, I don't just the sh- the ferocity of the of the playing and the lyrics, and frankly, the songwriting is really good here. This is one of the most enjoyable albums. That we listen to, by it, it, far. I ended up coming back to this one quite a bit. Yeah, I mean... I've the vocals been, are great, too. I, I love the singer here. Which I think may have been a different singer than... There was a new singer or something? They've or? had like eight singers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they've yeah. they've had so many. I, nice. I, I know nothing about Exodus. other So, this album. I, I think this guy is the
1: best intro to Exodus. If you listen to this album, um... The other Exodus vocalists, are they're a little screechier... Yeah, um, they're a little harder to listen to. I tend to prefer them,
2: but it okay. took me years to get to the point where I do prefer them. Yeah, I also like how on the nose the lyrics are. Oh yeah, like, they yeah don't. they're so yeah. That, that is one it's thing hilarious. I feel like we
0: should say because like we we fucking shat all over um, uh, Marina last week for we it. did,
2: but I but I said I did that didn't hurt my perception of the album. Yeah. I, we just mentioned it because it was funny. Like yeah. this is very much the case, but it totally works with this aesthetic. With with yeah. how just angry the music is. Yeah. It's like there's no subtlety whatsoever. I'm like, oh, they wrote a song about abuse in the Catholic Church. Called Altered Boy. Altered Boy is (laughs) unholy, protophilic. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's what we're doing. Like, (laughs) just... Alright, right. Right. <laughs> but that works in thrash mode. Oh, it works thing. so well. I love it. It's I wouldn't have it any
0: other way. Alright, another album uh, I've been stoked. I think we yeah. can since we all put it so close, we can all kind of yeah. talk I think about it
1: Like We've done yeah. we a good job about talking about these all there. I mean, yeah. obviously Brandon and I will run through ours as well, but I think we'll be a significantly faster since we've got so God, much I'm to say about these. I'm taking a long these.
2: ass time here. Right I mean, back. the, but
0: the but first one usually does and we, yeah. we chime in. But yeah, um, I'll let you get started. Number swans,
2: filth. Yeah, I like filth a lot. Um, this is my first time really delving into it. I had heard bits and pieces before, but um, this is my first time really listening to the whole thing. Um, let's be first start off by saying, um, how is a bass riff that consists of the same note twice, like in the top ten bass dun, riffs of all time? No, I think it's a dun don dun don. Anyway... Whatever it is, but oh, no, it's so filth is filthy. the nastiest it album is this I've ever heard. Sludgiest, most disgusting thing I've ever yeah. heard. I love it. Like if <laughs> we just talked about how Nirvana sounded gross and garagey, this is cranked up to eleven. Yeah, like, holy shit! Like, and
0: like there times it literally just sounds like they're just throwing
2: trash cans. Yeah, like <laughs> like was this sounds like it was recorded in a bathroom? Yeah,
0: <laughs> like if uh, if. Um, Oh, I got a van by Clowncore. If they like yeah. actually recorded in a van, I would expect it to sound kind of like yeah. this. They're, yeah. they're, you mentioned tra- There's a lot of just straight up trash can
2: noise, like trash can being stomped on, trash can hitting the wall, <laughs> <laughs> trash can being flushed down a toilet. From a production standpoint, how do you feel about this? So, I, I
1: I really respect it. I don't know that it quite holds up for me. Um, it, it's funny. Uh, it sounds like like the Native Instruments Damage Library or some of these like like it, it almost hearing something like this back in like the early '90s. It's like this is stuff that like modern industrial acts are trying to sound
0: like. And then this came out in the early '80s,
1: right? Oh, yeah. right '80s. Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, it's like you know back when back when Metallica was starting thrash metal, they were making shit that like modern 2008 industrial wishes it sounded like. Yeah, and I and I I don't really think it holds up, but I've got a lot of respect for how like forward thinking it is in I that think it sense. holds up
2: pretty well, but yeah, I mean it's definitely not their best album, but man, uh like and I love that this is their first album too. It's like mm-hmm. they can't really it's like we don't well, get it. It's fuck. actually one thing that's <laughs> yeah. like kind that's of weird sort of about of this convention. album is
0: depending on how you came into it, you might have very different opinions on it. Because like mm-hmm. if you came from into this album as a No Wave listener for a while. Oh, Jesus. Because this came out <laughs> at the very end of the No Wave period. Okay. Definitely does not So, apply like, anymore. a lot of, like, the old No Wave guys kind of looked at this album as derivative of... Huh. And kind of antithetical to what No Wave was supposed to be. Because No Wave was just supposed to be angry and loud and unlike everything else out there. Mm-hmm. And then this is just, like, angry and loud, but stuff that other people had done. Okay. Um... I haven't but if listened you, to too many albums that no, sound like. I, I, I mean, if you... <laughs> I, mean, I believe it's, you. It it's, can be kind of hard to find some of, like, the No Wave recordings, but if you do, mm-hmm. um, I do kind of see where they're coming from, but, like, I do think Swans would, like, really bring, like, a level of, like, professionalism, I guess, to <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> there's, there's
1: a base level of listenability you have to have for music. Yeah. You know, outside of a really niche scene, you... You got to be at least somewhat listenable. And they really kind of walk that line well here between yeah, they do. really nasty sounds and strange composition that is still, you know, recognizable music to the masses, I think.
2: I think there's uh, a lot of similarities to um, a Neptunian maximalism here. Yeah. Where I would, it's like, I, I kind of yeah, got not, that too. Like, it's not palatable to. Most people, but there's something very primal and understandable about the music that I think makes it um, exceed the potential audience that you would think it would have. Yeah, I, I
1: would agree with that statement. It, I think, mm. I think it's definitely uh, it, it would be more wide ranging than you'd expect for I mean, someone. who hasn't that thrown like a this. trash can at some point in their life.
0: <laughs> Dude, throwing trash cans is fun.
1: Makes me want to go buy like a tin trash can to have for my studio. Dude, you should. Like, great five dollar investment there.
2: Um, yeah, so this brings us to Alopecia by Y, which I've been super excited to talk to you guys about for a long time. Um, this is such a cool album. This is one of the weirdest things I've heard. It, for, yeah. Like, for this listening, this yeah, is one of the it's weirdest a, ones. It's yeah. out there. Um, yeah, it's, the best way I can describe it is it's, it's, a, it's very intimate, but it's got, you know, some pretty incredible instrumentals going on and then the, the vocals are delivered in either, you know kind of a rap style to singing, but, but more of like a poetic delivery. And mm-hmm. I will say, um, this guy's command of the English language is
0: second to none. He has some very creative bars. It's like the, very just poetic, the way using it's, very
2: base level words. It is. And, and I, that's one thing I praise, um, MF Doom a lot for, but I think this does it even better just as far as being a wordsmith goes and and just the cadence. If you if you look at the vocals as an instrument, the cadence um, and the way the syllables go together uh, throughout the entire album is so, so good. And I've really never heard anything that comes close to that. And, and again, the the, the instrumental uh, aspects of it are, are really good, too. And it's just a really special listen. The lyricism almost reminds me of like
1: Eminem lyrics in a sense. Like the way he plays with rhyme and yeah. tempo and stuff. Like Except
2: that, like, the lyrics are actually good. They're not just stupid. Well, and, <laughs> I mean, there's and, some stupid yeah, on there, There's oh a lot yeah, of stupid are, like, on here. self-aware stupidity. <laughs> but, I, but yeah. On,
1: on top of that, though, like, it, it reminds me in that sense of like the the lyrical composition reminds me a lot of like Eminem's
0: skill with words. Yes.
1: But I mean, obviously, it's a totally different kind of sound.
0: I, I was gonna I was gonna keep this for when I talked about it, but I'll I'll just bring it up now because um, I remember when uh, you were talking about this for your episode I had asked like okay how like what like what genre would you say this is and like you didn't even answer. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't come up um, with an answer. And so I, I do think this is just it is this does qualify as abstract hip hop, but I would like quantify that it's like it's like if Ka and Neutral Milk Hotel had a baby. <laughs> That's not <laughs> a terrible like, Not a terrible way. It's I mean, like entertainment uh, poet. It's like <laughs> abstract hip-hop indie folk. Yeah, there's definitely <laughs> like, like, like the, you, and with the,
2: like, the vocal accents, there's a lot of like indie pop-punk kind of style delivery, but what I like about it is with that stuff, a lot of the time, it just sounds really whiny, but there's a lot of like intensity and anger in his voice that I thought uh, was really good. And it just, reminds me
1: a lot of what I liked about like Black Country, New Road and yeah. Squid and stuff too. Yeah. Mm similar like there there's a genre for all that in my head and I don't know what the word is but like that that specific vocal delivery style it I wish somebody would define it better
2: yeah no <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and and let me just say that this album has uh, probably the best line I've ever heard in my life. All right, let's I think go. I know which one it
0: is. Do you know, know which, which one it is? You want to guess? Ben's, Ben's uh, got a bar for us. You only watch black and Puerto Rican porno because <laughs> no. you want what your daddy <laughs> don't your dad got. <laughs> <laughs> you want something that your dad don't got. Oh, uh, man. It's Bruh. not that one, that, actually. That was mine.
2: That's a great... Uh, mine was uh, In Berlin, I saw two men fuck in the dark corner of a basketball court. Just the slight jingle of pocket change pulsing. <laughs> oh, it's so good. How do you make that line sound so good? And then the guitar after it, like that, might be my favorite. Moment uh, we'll on be the getting into album. some
0: weird lines in just a the moment. The best part of that is it's yeah. such
2: like it, it's so descriptive. Like you can, it's, you can, you can. I, it's so vivid. I
3: know.
1: It's,
2: I was talking it's my friend really Jeff, excellent he, prose. Yeah, we, Jeff and I have <laughs> yeah. talked about it. Yeah, and he is also wild about that line and and the album. But yeah, it's so vivid. Like you just get such a visual of, of everything, two dudes fucking the basketball, basketball court in Berlin. <laughs> oh, it's god. What a great album. I, I think yeah. Diamond Head. Diamond Head uh this album slaps. Uh yeah. The re- so Diamond Head originally was going to go around number 10ish, maybe even number 11 and it just kept moving up due to the re-listenable uh, re-listenability factor. I think this is the album that I came back to the most cuz it's such a jam. This album's so good. It's so fun to listen to. Um It's so riffy. I mean, I'm a very riffy, you know, I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. And uh, I love the vocals. Um, It's... This album is a weird one, too, because it sounds very dated, but I think that only makes it better. It's, if that makes any like, sense. It sounds ahead of its time. It sounds both ahead of its time for when it came out and very dated now, yeah. but I just love it. And the cool thing, I think what I like about that is that no one will ever make an album that sounds like this again, and that's a good thing. So it has like this really special place in music well, and, history. And, and, and I, I
1: think, too, like 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 we talked about filth, Like you hear filth and... Holy shit! That was recorded in the '80s. Wow, that's amazing. But like, you, you hear it today and you're like, sounds kind of eh, but it sounds like,
0: like what Nine Inch Nails were doing in the late '90s. But, but then it's like in the <laughs> right. '80s.
1: Holy shit, Diamond Head! Like, you know, like it sounds like when it was recorded. But like, you
2: can also yeah. hear how ahead of its time Wait, what, it, was it, was, it was. Was
0: it '80 or so? Um, I think it's like seventy nine. No, yeah, I mean, it's it's because like that, to be I'd honest, to it Google definitely it,
2: sounds that old to me. But that again, that's not a bad thing. It's like I love the datedness right. of and I think it actually makes it even better. So it's aged well in a very unconventional way. I,
1: I think it's it's a cool album too, in the sense that like there's so many different like I mean obviously all within like heavy Oh, nineteen eighty
0: exactly okay yeah metal so. kind of
1: stuff. But it's like there's so many so such a variety of like tones
2: on mm. this album, but they're all just brutal sucked like so many bangers on this and it's
0: so good uh am I evil am I evil? like, like first yeah. of all that intro just like and it's not like one of the most like singable metal tracks it it is. Well. it's like, a
2: very singable and just damn am- evil Yes, I,
1: fucking I am. God, it's such a good yeah. track. That's, yeah. that's one of the best metal songs ever. It's one of the yeah, best no, songs, but you know, all the remember. other
2: songs are pretty darn good too. And it's yeah, they, mean, I mean, the run of songs
1: in the middle of that album is just so good. One yeah. of the best runs of songs on a metal album ever. It
2: is very consistently. I, I super super duper enjoyed this album, which brings us to cool Doctor Keith. Cool Keith, aka Doctor Doom, aka Doctor Anagol. Ga- Oct- that Do- doctor <laughs> octagon or um, doctor octagon. I think I don't know if he actually is a gynecologist, but he was definitely. Octagon- I, th- I think he lost his license. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> he violates a lot of medical ethics rules in this album. <laughs> I fucking love this might be the hardest album. album
0: to listen to on this list. I still <laughs> strongly disagree with that. This uh, is Dr. such Octagon. a jam. Oh one my thing God, I just I don't get album. with this. Actually no I'll, I'll wait till I get to it. Oh, oh man. So, I think this is one we
1: have to save for our individual. Yeah, that, that
0: one I, I have to save. It. So I was
2: introduced to Dr. Octagon by Jeff who was our guest for Pink Floyd. I will never forgive him for this. I, I will be forever indebted to him. He also introduced
0: <laughs> me to Ween. Um, I actually don't dislike this album that
2: much. But. Yeah so he introduced me to Cool Keith. And at, when I first started listening to him, I wasn't a huge fan. I was like, this is just weird. Like, he, his cadence doesn't make sense. I can't follow. And uh, But I started listening to him more, well, and he, you... he just grew and grew and grew on me. And um, 21. <laughs> Jeff described Cool Keith as a rapper who sounds like he's never heard a rap song before. And I really can't think of a more accurate description of him than that. He's someone who... Disregards every alleged rule and convention of not only rap music but of music in general and of gynecology. And of gynecology, <laughs> <laughs> just says fuck it. I'm gonna do an entire album. Fuck it. I'm gonna of fuck lyrics it. that
0: make absolutely no sense. Oh God. What was that fucking interlude? No, I'm. Not, I won't say anything.
1: I, I am can't a doctor, tell if this is actually an but album. But I am about, also like, mad. <laughs> <laughs> you do. <laughs> I can't tell if this is like an album about like being in the hood or being a gynecologist or being abducted by aliens Every, or all, dude, it's, all of
2: it. it's all of it. It's all of it, man. Clearly. Um uh, I mean it's got some of the the skits are great. Um and it's got some of the <laughs> just some of the best lyrics ever. Um My 7XL is not yet invented comes to mind um (laughs) and if you guys haven't you should if you have uh not gotten the chance go to genius and look at the annotations (laughs) they're fucking hilarious on this album well here's one um here's the line here's here's the lyric identification code unidentified annotation due to the fact that dr octagon is not of this earth he has no way of being scanned traced misplaced or erased be afraid he is not only above the law he is the law
1: they almost make sense <laughs> until you start listening and thinking about it. And, and then, then
0: nothing. Then you realize nothing in your world makes sense. And you're sitting there listening to a guy named Cool Keith so, pretending to be Dr. An, Octagon, an pretending octa- to be uh, an Gynecologist an from, Jupiter. Earth from Jupiter.
2: So the other people. The other week. I was born on Jupiter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the other week, I was like out of my mind, getting just royally fucked by school, trying to do homework. And I uh, had Twitch open in the background, and I, uh, recommended because there were, like, 13, 14,000 people watching this stream. They had, like, seven or eight streamers who use anime girl avatars <laughs> doing a dramatic <laughs> reading of Tommy Wiseau's The Room. Oh, nice. No. And I think this should be the next thing they do, is just read the lyrics for this album. Dude, that would
0: be dope.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, speaking of Tommy I, really, I, I totally I wrote, this is what I wrote down, I totally forgot I written this. Uh, Cool Keith is, like, if you combine Tommy Wiseau and Frank Zappa.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I kind of get it. How do I we have a in. relevant segue there? That was, <laughs> I can't
3: believe I, that's a perfect
1: description of Tommy cool Wiseau.
3: Keith.
2: <laughs> He's like the absurdity of Tommy Wiseau, but with the, like, intention and, like, secret genius of Frank Zappa. <laughs> I think that's actually highly accurate. Oh, God.
0: God Metallica. Uh, Metallica,
2: ride the lightning. What can I say? It's a classic for a reason. Obviously, I don't think I like it quite as much as you guys, maybe that's because I didn't grow up with it um, Maybe it's because I'm just not quite into Metallica or Thrash Metal as you guys are, but yeah, I mean it's it's great um, but Five's not I mean, yeah, can't be mad about five. especially
0: like when we said like top like the top ten is like sublime Really yeah, weird, good records. Like, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, I mean it's uh, I think it is um, Definitely better than um, Master of Puppets says we all have been over we agree on um, it's Hetfield's best vocal performance by far. Yeah, um, just the, I love his like raspy It's hard to pull off like a raspy strained uh, uh, Style where he like he doesn't even like hit the notes. He's going for but it doesn't matter like it sounds great um, Like in he's learned uh, how to sing Death, just enough just <laughs> enough. Yeah um, It's just a really furious album. It, it it's like a big lightning explosion It's for whom the bell tolls. I think is my favorite Metallica song as we've talked about, it's That's like the shortest pick. five minutes ever. Like, it feels yeah. like two minutes. I wish that song could just go on forever. Um, yeah. Creeping Death, obviously amazing. Um, Call of Cthulhu, their best instrumental. Yeah. Um, it's this, fucking dope. this deserves its fame. Yeah. Uh, Daughters, man. This is getting into the stuff that I really like. And I was not expecting for Daughters to go this high. Um, you but, said that
0: both times, by the way.
2: Did I say it for you the did, last time? Yeah. Wait, did, we, did we do You Won't Get What You Want last time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, hold. we did gotcha interesting yeah no um and the more i listen to this album like the more i think it's just genius like there's there's no flaws here um, yeah i i, I really it's like it's, so a, it's a flawless good. album in my
0: opinion you've heard so how much i've
1: shit on daughters like in the past and like this album though it's really good
2: yeah, this one is like, because I listen to You Won't Get What You Want, which, um, again, it, it was good to start with, but it really grew on me and became one of my favorite albums. And kind of the same with this, like I, the first couple times I went through it, you know, I was like, yeah, this is good. But the more I listened to it, the more I realized how much I loved it. And um, yeah, as Brandon, I think, said in a previous episode, there are moments on this album that are even more impressive than it has. my favorite musical yeah, moment. So I'll get to that. Should I say it or actually, should...
0: Eric, do you have a guess for oh, it? Oh, yeah. Eric needs no. to guess. Okay.
2: Should I say it? it? Uh yeah. Or do you want to wait? Okay. No, you can go for okay. it. Okay, so because you did you did guess yeah, correctly. Yeah. So several months ago when we announced uh, this episode, Brandon's like, this album has my favorite musical moment ever. So I'm like, I made a mental note I'm like, all right, I gotta try to guess this one. And um I, I put the album on and I got to the is it the, the second it's or the th- third? It's yeah, the, third, the third, third track and it's called the hit. And I was listening. All of a sudden, I'm like, "Boom! That's it." I know <laughs> that that is the uh, the moment he's talking about, and it's um the the stutter. What do you call it, a
0: stutter? Yeah, it's like the stutter at like 45 seconds into the hit. Dun, dun, it dun, dun, dun. Dun. Oh, it's so good, and uh, like it, yeah, it's just, amazing.
2: Yeah, because it's kind of out of nowhere, but it also makes total sense. And and that's not even the like. There are probably 10 other moments you could point out that are maybe not as good as that, but definitely up there and uh, yeah it's just flawless it's fury for 27 minutes it's frenetic it's claustrophobic it's
0: it's just really scary sounding and And it makes alexis marshall sound like a good singer somehow yeah i know right (laughs) like like they make it seem like he actually has vocal jobs instead of just (laughs) sounds like the mumblings of a serial killer
2: (laughs) someone said he sounds like an auctioneer yeah, that is pretty, but, pretty, yeah, I think it's pretty, kind of... Uh, I don't hate that
0: description. Yeah. yeah, I don't hate it. I don't know if I'd agree, but I don't hate it. And,
2: uh, oh, the album art. Some of the oh. best albums. Some of the yeah. Best, it good might stuff, be, yeah. like, my favorite album cover that I've seen in a while. Uh, great album art. Matches the album perfectly. Um, the, uh, I really like in the second song, which I think is The Last Supper. Um, the first supper. Was the first supper? Oh shit, I typed it wrong anyway. Uh, the first supper (laughs) is cool because it's like it uses sirens in it. It's Mm. like, yeah, I've heard sirens a million times in songs, and 90% of the time it's just kind of a dumb trope. But in this song, it's like I wouldn't have the song without the sirens, they're done so well. And that same song, I believe, is this really cool moment where you know it's going really intense and then everything fades out, and you've got the kind of like quieter, high pitched, reverberating guitar in the background that just goes, which is the main riff. And in most songs, like that's a really cliche way to end a song is just to have, you know, it all simmers down and there's just the guitar and you're like, nah, Daughters wouldn't do that to me. And there's like five second pause and they come in duh, 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 with like the full force of everything. like, And that's what I love about this band is every time that you could doubt them or that you're like, okay, they need to do this next or or they always deliver compositionally. And yeah, like they, Daughters so to me- impressive.
0: Uh, you know, I, I'll get into that when I talk about it.
2: Yeah. And yeah. one more example of that is on the last track where uh, it's very reminiscent of the last track of You Won't Get What You Want, where it starts off just crazy, you know, all these sounds you're like, okay, that's fine. But there needs to be a way to wrap up the album. And sure enough, they come in with the like, the really creepy, like clavinova, like sounding <laughs> yeah. in piano to, and to create a melodic way to end the album. That's also... Um, goes from just insanity to something really creepy and that really gives you something to rest with at the end. And and they did it brilliantly on their other album and they do it just as well here. And man, um, this is so up my alley. I'm really glad I found this band. Yeah. All right. All right. Sigur Rós, Agatis Birjun, um, we seem to all agree very <laughs> close. <laughs> yeah, we. In fact, we exactly tie. agree. Yeah,
0: the first time ever. I'm not even going to talk ever. much
2: about this one, other than saying it's absolutely gorgeous from front to back. It's one of the prettiest things I've ever heard, and I'll, I want to hear from you guys more than than myself. Um, Swans soundtracks for the blind. Holy shit! I think we, we should just save that one. For let's her. save that. Let's let's talk uh, about it together, because I'd rather yeah, discuss we'll, we'll that say, together. Yeah, we'll
0: say, let's end the episode. That'll yeah, yeah, okay. be the last thing we talk about. Okay. we had OK
2: Computer. We've talked about it.
0: I love it. Um, it's amazing. Yeah, you've... Period. Fact. It's literally the number one album on radio Your Music. Like, if you put it at number one, what else is yeah. there to say? Yeah, that's I feel I have some explaining to do yeah, right. radio, yeah, on uh, on Radiohead, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, well, so I'll, so, I'll get into that on mine. But first, we'll be into so, shortly. So, yeah. Yeah, so, so
1: you know, we we got into a lot of these albums pretty heavy here. We're, we'll be a little quicker on the next two. I mean, besides where, where yeah, somebody's like, got something yeah, the, real to the, say about it, you know. Yeah. So bear with us, guys. But yeah,
0: definitely. I mean, still, if you guys just chime in whenever yeah. you guys, are yeah, wanting. absolutely. Um... Yeah, uh so star of Skrillex and Diplo. Um yeah, this is aggravating. <laughs> like this is stupid. Yeah, I'm the shit and I hated it. Fabrizio. You should have Febreze on me. This this was this was, it was just really dumb. Like <laughs> yeah. I I'm not a huge electronic music fan. Um, but yeah, like I said at the very beginning. There's no reason to listen to this unless you're on an extreme amount of ecstasy and you're surrounded by other people who are also on an extreme amount of ecstasy. Bro steps death rattle.
1: Yeah, like it's <laughs>
0: it's it's really stupid. Don't even bother with it. Um, Follow boy from under the court tree. Uh, God, this is this was just painful to me. This this is a this was a painful album to listen to. I hated every waking moment of it. I don't think there's a single unique, our creative, or ambitious thought on this record. It's just really, really pandering, obnoxious, and stupid. Um, I can't fault you for feeling that <laughs> way. I really can't.
2: <laughs> I felt that way at my first listen, and I still, you know, certainly have some. And, and honestly,
0: Fall Boy's only gone downhill from this album. Oh, absolutely. And they've only yeah, gotten more and true. more popular. That is very that's 100% <laughs> 100% true. <laughs> that is very true. There's uh, no fight on that. Um, okay, so uh, number twenty-five, I got uh, Frampton Comes Alive. And I don't really have anything more to add to it on. Like, yeah, it's it's just a really, like, toothless live rock album. I will say in this album's defense, if you're a Peter Frampton fan, I can see why you would really like this. It seems like a really solid live record from Peter Frampton. But why would you be a Peter Frampton fan? Yeah, that's uh, that's the thing, though. I'm personally not, and I can't really stand... Pretty much any of his music. Um, he's probably got a couple of songs I enjoy, um, but I can't name one off the top of my head. Sorry, that was very judgmental of me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very judgmental. But yeah. Um, right. I feel like if you're a big Peter Frampton fan, you'll enjoy it, but if not, you, you yeah, there's just nothing, not, for, there's you nothing there. for you here. Um, Led Zeppelin, In Through the Outdoor. Um, I really don't like your rating of this as overrated because I think this is very appropriately rated as Led Zeppelin's worst album. Because it is, yeah. by a significant yeah. margin. Yeah. Uh, this is not counting Coda, because Coda is yeah. literally just B-sides from this <laughs> album that they oh, only released because they were contractually obligated to. Um, so yeah, I, I don't count Coda, but um, yeah, there's a few good songs on here. The rest of the album sucks. Um, yeah, that, that's what it is, And yeah. that's kind of seems to be the prevailing thought on this album, so I, I, I don't like this as overrated, but yeah, it is not very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, outside of In the Evening... Um, Fool in the Rain, which honestly might be Um... Bonzo's best drumming performance, like in Mm-mm. all of Led Zeppelin, like Just the wasted. fucking like <laughs> the fucking drum licks on yeah. that song are insane and wasted and completely wasted, <laughs> totally wasted. Um, How did you feel about?
2: Yeah, no, it's really do, bad. Do, Why? Do, 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 do.
0: And like they they've used Sins before this album. I feel like they must have. Like they probably did, but not. They used them sparingly.
2: I don't think they ever did a ton with them. Yeah, and they weren't ever a big synth. Rock yeah, and, like the, and the
0: only like synth heavy song that's good on here, I think, is In the Evening. I think I, I, I really enjoy In the Evening. It might just be the nostalgia yeah. oh, of listening what? to the uh, yeah. Nights with Alice Cooper. Oh, um, yeah, yeah.
2: let <laughs> me I apologize for jumping in, but I should mention In the Evening uh had some cool stuff on it. And I feel like they didn't quite quite get it right, but in the Evening had a ton of potential. In I, the Evening, you know I think, what I is what they see? wanted this album to yeah. really be, and yeah, they yeah. just
0: kind of abandoned what it. What I want to Make it work for the rest of the tracks, I trails, really yeah. would
2: love to see somebody cover In the Evening and maybe perfect it a little more. Be the change that you want to see in the world. That song though. has... A, maybe
0: that's what we
2: can do. Maybe we should do... The, we can make that song more. has a ton of potential, and it's really close to hitting, and it's got some cool stuff on it. I don't <laughs> think they quite pulled it off, but, yeah. That's a fair um, statement.
0: Moving on to 21 Pilots. I will say this... So, at this point, I'm in the by and large enjoyed um but still kind of in like might have some complaints um i so 21 violence was actually a big surprise for me i was really not expecting to like this album and i did um well i liked parts of it um yeah as as we touched on the rapping sucks <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's really not awkward good. um but i i i do really like blending in like the midwest emo vibes into like Modern alt rock Like I think that That was like Kind of like A cool thing And it At times works And honestly Even at times Like the hip hop Influences Kind of work Like There
2: are times When it's It's a very Hit and miss album It's so close To working But it just doesn't I liked
0: this album And it just made me Hate 21 Pilots Even more (laughs) (laughs) Because like They could've This could've Been really cool If they just Refined this more Maybe like Focused on Maybe Like Brought scope down a little bit and made it a bit more focused. Like there's there yeah. there's some really cool shit on Twenty One Pilots. Yeah. And there's also a lot of bullshit. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Aerosmith. Yeah, yeah. I, I have yeah. nothing to add to that one. It's it's Aerosmith. What do you think Aerosmith sounds like? It's what this album sounds like. Um, Miss Mary Mac,
1: all dressed in black, now walking a dog. If it's Steven <laughs> Tyler, she's fourteen. <laughs>
0: Like yeah. and like I, I like a few songs on here even more than just Dream On. Um but yeah, this is just dad rock. And mm-hmm. I'm I've never been a huge Aerosmith fan. Um but I kinda see it. I, I, I don't hate it, but I don't love it either. Uh Nirvana Bleach, I totally get what you say on this album. I totally get it. Um this is definitely like a really great intro or like opening statement from Nirvana. Mm-hmm. And from this, you can really see where they went, and that's really cool, but I don't like Nirvana.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's going to like, make so, it hard. so how
0: does this compare to their other albums, then? Uh, definitely less good, but uh, still very good. That's okay. Um, well, yeah. okay. Well, okay, well, mm, b- very good objectively, right. Um. but less so. Um. Yeah, there, there isn't really anything I can point to why I don't like Nirvana. Mm-hmm. It's just, it doesn't really resonate with me. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. That's totally Uh, fair. But yeah, I totally see why you put it. I totally see why you guys liked it. It's just, it's not for me. I don't like the best of Nirvana that much, so I'm not really going to like this. And now we get to the big one. Yeah, this is (sighs) is a little low for this. I don't get this album. I really don't. (laughs) Like... I've heard this now six or seven times. I don't get what anyone is talking about. Karma police, arrest this man! (laughs) But no, like I'm like actually asking you guys, like, what am I missing here? I don't. It's
2: hard to explain. I just like it seems so obvious. This is this (laughs) is one I don't know. (laughs) To me, like, I mean, it's hard to like describe. This is just like the same like mellow
0: alt rock that was like they like bands like smashing pumpkins were doing oh, a few years earlier and no. honestly way better than this no. melancholy and the infinite what sadness is like way this? better what than other this album, album sounds like this album. melancholy and the infinite sadness i haven't listened to the full thing so I it's can't, way better than this i doubt
1: that to me the thing that that really there's there's not really a moment that stands out for me on okay computer but i think when you like step back and just look at the big picture of the complete album it just kind of works but I, I couldn't come in and really tell you what I like about, like, any individual track or anything like that. I could. I mean, we can go over it. But I, I, th- I do actually agree with you that it's more... This is one that like, it I will, ranks way higher for me as an album than as individual, individual songs. I,
2: I actually kind of
1: agree with one that. Thing I, one I, thing
0: I will say that brought this album down a couple of more spots is I fucking hate how the drums sound on this album. They're, they're they sound bad. I, yeah, I don't, they sound bad. I do I not particularly that. love the production on this one. It's kind of kind of rough. Cannot stand how the drums sound on here. Um, no, honestly, I'll if it wasn't for one. the drums, this would be probably four or five spots higher. Oh wow, okay. Um, yeah, I, but because like, like with like the all the ones before, like there wasn't anything like in, like any like in my opinion like glaringly ugly spots on them. Um, but like yeah, I I. I don't get this album, like, I, I, like, literally for this, I watched, like, videos on, like, why people love this album so much and why <laughs> it's considered say. so good, and I'm just like, what are you guys talking about? And, like, one was, like, it's, like, it's this genius, sad, depressing album that foretold of future ruled by technology, and, like, every album from that era did that. That th- that even, isn't anything new like a lot of people
2: describe this album as depressing and I, just, I I will admit I don't really see that. There's definitely depressing parts of it but overall I would yeah, I I will agree with that. not like, call it like depressing is not the word I would use to this, describe this album. Yeah, I agree. Even a, though there are some some roughs. It,
0: it's kind of like spots. one of those things like if you call this album depressing I know you only listen to it at a surface level. Mm-hmm. Like and that that's like a super snobby gatekeeping thing to say but like it's kind of true in my opinion um I'm just gonna end with this Pablo honey's better um next up um, Jesus Christ uh Diamond Head Lightning to the Nations this is lower than I expected yeah, to um, surprised on this one justify yourself I totally get all the hype for it I mean it, it I mean not even necessarily the hype like it laid the groundwork for it For like, I mean, this is like one of like the like new wave of British heavy metal albums, like right up there with like some of like pre Jewish priest best stuff. Um, But to me, like, yes, it completely laid the groundwork, but other bands did that better later on. So I would just rather listen to that. And when you look at it from a perspective of like, hey, they did this five to 10 years before everyone else did. It's like, damn, that's really fucking cool. And that's really impressive. But they did it better, you know, granted, because of bands like
2: Diamond Head. You'll have to send me these alleged bands that do this kind of stuff better. I, mean, I, have, a hard, <laughs> I have a hard time. Metallica. Yeah, Metallica's, Metallica's, is different, Gar-
1: Metallica's Garage Inc. is basically this album covered. Like, like half the, of the garage. Metallica sounds Inc. Is very a cover different this. than
2: this. So I, I almost don't even want to consider that the same style of sound. But this, I kind of is... have a hard time. Be... It's, I it's like... I like, I. I... I have a hard time listening to Judas so much Priest.
0: like this specific sound because, I mean, the, mm. it's, it's, you know, new wave of British heavy metal. That was, you know, kind of a flash in the pan for, yeah. you know, however, like even bands from those like Diamond Head and Judas Priest, like kind of evolved their sound past that initial phase. Yeah. So, yeah, um, totally get it. Uh, there's some banging moments on here. Um, this, this is a very consistent album. I don't think there's a bad moment on here, really. Um... But yeah, there's just a lot of other things I'd rather listen to. Um, So, yeah, uh, next up, we got La Cucaracha by Ween, and I was really afraid of this one, because I did not <laughs> like chocolate and cheese. Um, oh, yeah. But I like actually... And no, cheese, I actually like this more than chocolate and what? cheese. Yeah, that I is, don't know. That is th- the
2: least... That is like the I think it's just like the
0: humor of this album is like way better than on Chocolate and Cheese. Really? Wow! I, this is more in your face
2: than Chocolate and Cheese, which maybe, is, is maybe already the,
0: pretty in your face. Like maybe and, that's I don't know. I, yeah. I I just like the humor on here. It's kind of just a, you know what it, um, it's kind of just a
2: total shitpost post of an album.
0: Yes, maybe
2: that's what you're responding and
0: to. And if uh, the Fishman wasn't on here, <laughs> this would man. easily
2: be like. 10 or 11. Really? I think the Fruit Man might be the best song in the album. Uh,
0: no. Uh, oh, man. What, what the hell is that? I mean, not best, but you know what I mean. So, um, I remember, like, How about uh, you're when I'm listening to this. To no, uh, I'm, gonna get in, I'm gonna get into that. Um, but uh, the song Friends came up, and it reminded oh, me yeah. of the scene um in Silence of the Lambs when Buffalo Bill's yes. dancing with his penis tucked yes. between six. Yes. <laughs> That's right. And I was like, this sounds like what Buffalo Bill would be listening to it. Jesus. And then Object and comes then on object and like, on no, this <laughs> is what a serial killer would listen yes. to right before he kills and like does oh, naughty God. things to a corpse. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I forgot those were back to back. I love friends. Those two songs are the most like skin crawling, harrowing, like. There Jesus. are some rough moments on this album. And then you get hit with Spirit Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Spirit Walker. Yeah, no, no, there's and some you
2: get with the, with just the ridiculous racist voices on oh, on the fruit. Man. That that is that I think is uh, the the fruit. Um,
0: uh, yeah, that is. Yeah, uh, yeah, the fruit man. I the, I kept calling him the fucking fish man, but it's like the the fish salesman and like what. Yeah, that might be the most racist song I've ever heard. Oh um, there's no
2: way! That's the most racist song ever. It's, it's We've up there. listened
0: to Hank Williams Jr. I mean, this is this is right up there. <laughs> this is really bad. bad. This I is mean, like the Sonic equivalent of like Blackface and Yellowface,
2: like comedic like voices. Except and it's not actual that <laughs> oh, oh, I. I that song hilarious. Funny. It is, it is so funny.
0: It oh is man, that's not. a great song. Yeah. Um. Yeah outside of the fruit man um that's a really good album but yeah that Ooh. that is a that album is that song is rough uh doctor octagon man there's some moments on here where i'm like man doctor octagon's a genius <laughs> And then yes. the rest of it is just the most skin crawlingly unpleasant thing I've ever heard, and just the music is so awkward. I just it just can't <laughs> hold it. Once and like, those moments had, between Doctor
1: Octagon's a geez- genius and music was a mistake.
0: And what was that fucking skit where he's like teaching his patient how to take a big dick?
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was like, was standard <laughs> medical practice in the nineties. <laughs>
0: Oh, God, this album is rough, and it's, <laughs> oh, it's so rough, long. I'm not denying it. It's so it is, long. It is a if long it album. wasn't as long, I'd nah, probably... This is a rare case where I think
2: it justifies <laughs> the it, it,
0: it, The humor wears out, and it... Oh, Bruh. <laughs> yeah, it's rough, um, and I, I just can't do it. Um, Iron Maiden, Number of the Beast. Yeah, I, I get why Maiden's on here, but I... Th- this is a lot like what I said about um, uh, Diamond Head just yeah. a minute ago. Except this album has two of arguably the greatest metal songs of all time with Run with uh, "Run to the Hills and um, uh, Hollow Be Thy Name. I think Hollow Be Thy Name is the greatest metal song of all time. Really? Um, I don't think I'd agree with that, but it's, it's not an indefensible take. It's pretty fucking Better baller. than
2: the third track off the Aronsi Pazuzu album? <laughs>
0: Um, <laughs> pretty much everything off of Skrillex is better than that album. No, that's not true. I honestly don't even remember no, that album don't that. I don't know. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm not gonna say an Iron Maiden too much because yeah, I, I get it. Uh, I Iron Maiden doesn't hold up for me, but those two songs fucking slap, and it kind of makes up for it, but not quite. Um, next we got Zebra. This. This album is what Led Zeppelin wanted in Through the Outdoor to be. Yeah, kinda. Like, this yeah. is a perfect transition album from the 70s classic rock to, like, the 80s, like, prog. Yeah. Like, this is classic rock with dope-ass synths, really well done. Yeah. Like, this, this is what Led Zeppelin wanted in Through the Outdoor to be. Yeah, I, I kinda, I see that. And yeah, as we said, like it just it just gets better and better throughout pretty yeah, much yeah, the like, entire it's time. It's such a bottom-heavy
2: album; it's almost
0: comical. <laughs> yeah, um, Avenged Sevenfold. Um, yeah, I put this way too high, and I know I did, but I had to because I love this album. I really, <laughs> I love every moment of this album, but it sucks. It's, <laughs> it's <laughs>
3: and a And then really a, fun, l- bad a little piece
0: album. of heaven is my vote for the biggest quality difference for one song compared to the rest of that artist. Yeah. Actually, second. Um uh Handlebars uh, by Flo by <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's number I 1. The night that we got drunk and we talked
2: about Handlebars for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah, um oh, fuck. Yeah. A whole piece of heaven is such a masterpiece. It's a complete and like have you guys seen like the making of that song? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's on YouTube. Basically, it's just um the Rev, the drummer. Like, he just like had the rev- da 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 Like he just like put that out on a piano and like he's like, There's a song there. <laughs> and they're like, Yeah, okay, work you you work on that. And and he's like, okay, I did. And then for like for years. Every time they went to the studio he wanted to work on that song mm-hmm. but he like couldn't really like do it and everyone else was like dude stop <laughs> like and then like one time he just disappears and like they had, like they couldn't, couldn't find know where him he went yeah turned out he went to live in the woods for a few <laughs> days Holy and shit. he came back with the song what <laughs> And then, like they brought in like Oingo Boingo to do the horns. It's like, amazing.
2: I yeah. think you've told me that before, but
0: that's yeah, like crazy. it's just the yeah. most like r- the ridiculous thing. And like everyone's like, "Dude, stop! We're not going to do it." Like, don't worry about it. And he's like, "No, I'm doing this. This has to get made." Yeah, and like he he fought so hard for it, and they finally did. And it, it, I'm so glad they did because it's just it's a goddamn masterpiece. <laughs> Great song. All right, 13 with Exodus and Shovelhead to Kill Machine. Yeah, everything I said when Ben was talking about it, like it's so fucking cool to have like such an important metal band come out with such a good album 20, 30 years after their prime. Yeah. And it's so fucking good. It just still bangs. Yeah, it, it, it rages just as hard as their old stuff did. Like it, and it even, I think it like blends into modern metal really well. Like it, it yeah. does, it really toes the perfect line between sticking to your roots and evolving with the times. Yeah. Like Metallica was not able to do, which and most, most other bands, bands aren't. I mean, able most bands in general, which yeah, is like why it's kind Most of a, bands aren't. That's an outlier of an album yeah. for sure. That does remind me of like, uh, I uh, came across like a funny picture. Um, it was the Metallica uh, "Kill 'Em All" album art, mm-hmm. except it said on the top instead of Metallica it said Mustaine, and then on the bottom it says "Wrote 'Em All. And I saw <laughs> that and I started laughing. And then I was like, "Yeah, that's why Dave Mustaine." Has writers credit for like all of those songs. For every song, yeah. like yes, he wrote them all and is properly credited right. as such. <laughs> like, yeah, like what? What are you trying to make? This isn't Controversial. This is just facts. Yeah, Metallica agrees with you. <laughs> like he's got publishing on those.
3: Like, what what, more you <laughs> what want, are you Dave? talking
0: about? <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, no, um, listen to this album. Listen to Exodus if you haven't, because I feel like it criminally, like. A lot of people haven't, yeah. Because like, they never made it. it like the band, like Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer. Even honestly, even Anthrax did, or like going into other genres like Sabbath. Like they're not a band that comes up as often as those. And I, they really, really should. Um, yeah, because they're the only one that managed to
1: stay relevant through the 2000s.
0: <sighs> yeah, um yeah. Next up, Subvision. God, I love this. Thank you so much for introducing me to this. This, this is a good. Idea. I mean, it's Ghost, except it's not Ghost, and yeah. I loved it. Um, Yeah, it's Ghost. If if you like Ghost, you should be listening to to Subvision. Um, Next up, we have uh, Alopecia with Y. What a bizarre album. (laughs) It's Um, something, man. And and kind of like with uh, Spiderland. After I'm done listening to it, I think back about it, and I'm like, man, there's something. There's something something here. And I never know what it is, and while I'm listening to it, I can't find it. But... But yeah there's something there in this album and it's it's so unique one of the most unique albums um i'm really glad you guys enjoyed it yeah this did album, you see the cover art by chance yeah with like yeah the horses, the horses. it's yeah. one yeah. of my like favorite. You know? it's, what is yeah.
2: this absurd uh,
0: yeah um yeah Now, so moving on into the top 10 we have dead mouse with while one is less than two um if auteca made this this album would be considered an all-time great idm record um the only reason this album isn't recognized as being absolutely genius is because Dead Mouse made it. Yeah. and people don't want to admit that Dead Mouse can actually make music this good right I, I what, think that's yeah a,
2: well, I, I'm curious to hear uh, I probably did the, the most cursory listen on this one just because it's so long and it's hard to read really, it's really long yeah what like I want to hear specifically like
0: what you noticed about honestly this one. like all of like the shit that we said about like with like against all logic. Mm-hmm applies to this album. Like, it's just, it's so meticulous and so detailed. And everything is just so perfectly in its place. Yeah, and, and I think- it sounds immaculate from start to finish. What we've said about
1: Deadmau5 before, too, is, like, he, he wants to just make kind of four-on-the-floor house music, and I think people don't want to give him credit for the skill that goes into his productions. Because he's the kind of guy that will sit there and pick a kick drum for three weeks. And like, you know, more times than not, that kind of stuff doesn't manifest in like great music. And 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 I think a lot of times, more often than not, Dead Mouse is more about like just kind of making weird tech house music than actually like really composing. But this this kind of shows like if he sits down and does it on purpose, like it really comes through. I, I think the blend between like, you know, Poppy could like almost be on the radio kind of music mm-hmm. and like Pretty, like, you know, just kind of -of run-of-the-mill, like, technical house music, and I mean, like, piano ballads and shit, like, it just, and then, and every minute of this two-and-a-half-hour album sounds amazing.
2: And I did notice that it was his highest-ranked album. By a lot, I'm pretty uh, sure. But it still wasn't, like, super high, so, yeah, that's cool. I think I will try to come back to this one, too, because there was definitely some stuff that I, that I liked on it, but I need to, like, really delve into it.
0: So, all right. So, I'm going to move on to Danzig here. And this is uh, kind of a funny one because it's like. When I hear this, I'm like, "Man, this album sounds so far ahead of its time." Then you realize it came out in '88, and you're like, "Wait a minute!" Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm say. It's what? Like,
2: like it's actually this sounds sharp. incredibly this far sounds... ahead of the
0: 1970s, which is what it
2: sounds like it came yeah, from, but exactly. it didn't. <laughs> like it sounds like I was actually like, could have sworn this came out before '88. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it, and it's really weird uh, because it sounds so in the '70s. Yeah, but if really far ahead of its time in the 70s which is also known as the late 80s <laughs> it, yeah it's really bizarre I'm
2: waffling back and forth between whether that statement makes sense or not
0: yeah it, it's re- it's like simultaneously far ahead of its time and like way b- and kind of regressive <laughs> yeah and really regressive but Danzig has such a unique take on like punk and like hard rock and metal Danzig's pretty unique yeah and i think it really stands out well on this album this is just horror punk like horror rock occult rock whatever you want to call it like the soundtrack like this is just mm, if you want to know what that is put this on and you will know exactly what it I is i do yeah i actually agree with that 100% mother and, is like an
1: all-time great
0: song too what which one mother yeah, Mother, yeah. Uh, honestly, uh, Twist of Cain, I uh, think Twist is Kane. great. Yeah.
2: It's a great opener. I actually think I, Mother, I've heard a lot, and so I think I've kind of gotten tired of it. But some there's a few tracks. Twist of Cain's great.
0: Um, yeah, like you said, the first four, like Twist of Cain, Not of This World, She Rides, Soul on Fire, yeah. I think are all just fucking quality. Mother is another, like, just all-time one. I think The Hunter is a, a really good uh, track towards the end as well. It, it is top-heavy, though. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's it is it's such a unique one and I suppose timeless in a weird like like time capsule way. Weird snapshot of nineteen
1: eighty
0: eight. Yeah. <laughs> a weird weird <laughs> snapshot of like nineteen seventy-five, but in nineteen eighty-eight, but bizarre. Like, yeah, it, it's really weird. Um, but yeah, I, I I fuck with this album and I, I really like this and I I yeah um swan's filth yeah this is the nastiest fucking thing i've ever heard and i love fucking it dirty and it, yeah like just the dun, dun, dun like and it dun, just dun. like yeah. m- m- grinding metals metals slamming into metal like yeah it's there's just, also
2: probably like 10 lyrics on the whole album yeah
0: be hard be strong well oh, there's that one song with like uh, the girl yelling i don't remember her oh I don't yeah her name. was um, that jarbo I think so. Uh, I know Jarbo
2: was a member of the band for a long time. I, I don't think. Know if so. that's I, her. Yeah,
0: I don't know. There have been so many members. This yeah, is the perfect title for this I album. Mean, yeah, <laughs> it, filth really you know, is. Though. It sells itself accurately. And also, like just the the Almar two, just like the smiling teeth in the dark. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like everything about this is just like really meticulously crafted to just paint a really disgusting image, and I love it. Ah. Uh, yeah, um, Seven Thriller, yeah, we, we talked about this one. Uh, but yeah, I'm just going to say, I really don't think the bad songs you're mentioned on here are really all that bad. Uh, the only, like, really, really bad part on this album is that dialogue between Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney at the end of yes, their duet. That's pretty bad. That's really bad. If that was just cut, then I then you would have no argument. But because that's there, you have some argument. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah um but yeah like like I had said like if you would take a list of like the hundred greatest pop songs ever written most artists are not going to have more than one and they're certainly not going to be on the same album right. and this has four on the same album that would probably be in the top five
2: yep. if yeah. top ten at the worst yep. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. yeah I have no, no argument there
0: whatsoever no other album has ever done anything like that before right. no other albums come close to that yeah it stands completely alone so that's like that's if fair. anything that's I fair. think yeah. I think it's kind of underrated in the grant in like the music snobbery community because it's it's better than a lot of people give it credit for even if uh, Paul McCartney does his best to make this a really bad tried. <laughs> he tried so yeah. hard um yeah next up we have Jeff Rosensog I think um if this wasn't pop punk, this would be looked at as the one of the best political statements of our generation um, it, nothing to me, like, I think ac- accurately captures, like, the struggles of our generation like this album does, and I fucking love just how it's presented, and, and I, and I, and when I mentioned when I, in my episode about this, we're talking about it, like, there's still almost an air of optimism on this album, mm-hmm. like, despite all the really depressing things, and the, like and how clearly depressed Jeff Rosenstock is yeah. uh, on parts of this album. Um yeah, I no album does what this album does. Um and but it, it does it in pop punk and it does it in I think the best pop punks ever been. Uh it's and yeah, I, I and I just love all like the really short I, I love just how the album's constructed with all the really short tracks on it, and they're all so different and they all flow so well. It's, I, I, I were, I really think it's it's pretty close to a perfect album, just from message execution and just overall quality. Uh yeah, it's some of the best pop punks ever been. Five. We have soundtracks for the blind, and this one was really hard for me because man, this album's weird. Uh, but yeah <laughs> <laughs> It is a little strange Oh, I've Ugh. listened to this album a handful of times And I still don't know if I fully grasp a bit But it is without a doubt One of the most compelling things Oh yeah I've ever heard And like there's just something so eerie And strange about
2: it Eerie is probably the best word like, I can um, use to describe this like one
0: It's very Lovecraftian Very Twilight Zone Like that style of like horror I guess Yeah and yeah, <sighs> you just—I don't even really know it. what to yeah, say about this. And bit. I'm going to leave it because I really want to. Like, yeah, I want to hear what Eric has to say. Here, um, uh, four and three I can kind of talk about together. Uh, four, I have Wise Blood with Titanic Rising, and three I have uh, Sigur Rose with Agantius Berjam. Whatever. Both of these are just the most lush-sounding thing I've ever yeah. heard. About. They're just so beautiful sounding um and there and as i had said before i think um wiseblood her voice is just the most beautiful voice in music right now um and yeah that's what i i love i love the whole thing on there i think just as an album it flows impeccably i mean there's definitely some highs i wouldn't even i was gonna say highs and lows but i wouldn't say there's a low on here there's no no there's some really high highs and some okay songs. We're not... That, you, know, you know what I, I mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I do think it just... It flows immaculately. The whole... Th- it is just beautiful sounding from start to finish. And and I love her voice, and I love this album. And uh, the reason I ended up uh, putting Sigur Rós uh, above it, uh, it's longer and just as compelling, but longer. And also, when the drums come in, I don't remember which song it is, but there's the... Dum, 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 dum. It is the cool. Yeah, uh, there's some yeah, like, really powerful moments. The on that the album. drums on this album are so cool. They are, yeah, uh, so well, uh, so well done, so well timed, yeah, and
2: and, and 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 interspersed in just the right moments.
0: Yeah, um, this if anything, this album's underrated. I think at the 4.06. Yeah, but is, keep in mind
2: that's like well, within or 4. 04. The top, like
0: Top hundred, I think. I think it's like I think it's I like, I think it's like top twenty five. Like it it's really? really
2: high. Oh wow. Okay. Well, it deserves it.
0: Yeah. No. It, it really is that good. And I th- if anything, it's better. Um. Next, daughters. Yeah, I said everything about daughters. Um. Yeah. This album kicks ass. If you haven't heard it, you should do that because it's it fucking kicks ass. And then Metallica, Ride the Lightning, greatest metal album of all time, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Uh, From the Bell Tolls, one of the greatest. Uh, metal songs of all time Five Fire with Fire, Fire One of the greatest metal songs of all time Creeping Death Same thing "Chopped um, Under Ice And Escape eh,
1: They're alright I think Escape's about the only eh song on the yeah.
0: two minutes I think It's yeah, like it's far not... and away the shortest song Yeah on it's on it. like you,
2: The worst song in the album are still pretty darn good
0: Yeah, yeah. They don't take anything The away. worst song on here is a pretty solid interlude yep. Yeah um, Yeah Yeah uh, Yeah that's That's basically it For me Eric bring us a, start us off with your opinions on 21 pilots.
1: Yeah, I mean I kind of talked about them the last two times we we mentioned them. They, they're just it's just just doesn't amount to much for me. At the end of the day it just amounts to everything that's wrong with like modern rock music and just the overproduced, sterile, boring. Fuck you, Fall Out Boy
0: and 21 Pilots. Look <laughs> look, look what you've rocked.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um yeah,
0: Frampton God, We need a, we
2: need a Frampton to revitalize we, <laughs> the rock Peter scene. Frampton
0: is, uh, I believe, the one true savior of rock music. That album sucks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wouldn't um, say it
0: sucks, but it's not very good.
1: I mean, uh, Skrillex and Diplo, besides Febreze being the most compelling piece of art in the last ten years, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, the, uh, product, the technical production's good on this. I mean, when is Skrillex not good technical production-wise? But yeah, it's just... It's got a real niche place in time, and that place is like a 2013 music festival. Yeah, it doesn't really it's have really a lot the only of there. only possible time that this was good. Which I mean, yeah, that's what it was made for. So <laughs> fair play, but yeah, as an album, did no. not age well. Uh, Aerosmith, God, it's just so boring. Like remembering Aerosmith must be better than actually listening to Aerosmith because I don't understand why everyone loves these guys. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Honestly, as someone the, that doesn't like Aerosmith, I agree with that statement. It's a, it's a rose-colored I've been, glasses. I've been told so Aerosmith grim. is really good my whole life. I've never seen it, but... Yeah, that The legend persists. Yeah. <laughs> yet. It's fun to think of Aerosmith being that good. But they're just not. <laughs> they're not. Uh, it's like rock band music. Um, Fallout Boy... Did they have a rock band? No, oh, they, they had a Guitar Hero. Yeah, Guitar Hero, yeah. I did not. That's, I think that was like the first Guitar Hero I was like... Oh, I love rock. I love guitar here.
1: Oh boy, this this album was a lot heavier than I remember it being, and and like honestly, I remembered this as much worse than it is, and I, I think it's a weird case too where uh, everything that's not one of the like radio hits is actually pretty decent.
0: Oh, I completely disagree. Like,
1: I think the worst songs was, on here are, like, Dance Dance and oh, the yeah, big I, hits are the no, worst tracks No, the big hits aren't here.
0: definitely the worst moments on here, but I think the rest is just as grating and annoying. Um, the titles are, you know, too edgy for me. God, why are they all so long? Yeah, the titles are weird. Why are they all yeah. so
1: long? Uh, they don't
0: need to be that long.
1: I get, I'll give them credit for the, the production is better than most modern rock, though, still. Like, it's the beginning of the end, but it isn't quite the end yet to where we are right now, where that's everything's pretty just accurate. destroyed. Yeah, But it was definitely the first kind of peek behind that curtain. La Cucaracha. I just... Chocolate and cheese I enjoyed a lot, and this one I yep. just didn't enjoy quite as much. The humor was just a little different, and it didn't
3: land <laughs> <Yeah>. for me. <laughs> it
1: was...
2: Um, the stupidity factor was turned up a notch. I, I think that's...
1: That's kind of what it is. I almost got, like, Van Weezer vibes from it at times. Yeah. Oh, it's a total
0: shitpost, as we talked about. Yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah. So, Ween's entire discography is a shitpost. That yeah, yeah, is true. But some of it speaks to me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, Eric, your... Your experience, I think, is probably the typical experience. This one...
1: This one, one did not so much, though. Yeah. Um, I, I get why you like this so much, though, Ben.
0: It, um, makes, it makes perfect sense. Dr. Sense. Dr.
1: Octagon... Uh...
2: It's, so <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny. too so just struggling to come up with shit to say.
1: Dr. Octagon is a surrealist in 2021.
3: <laughs> it's- You're listening
1: and it sounds like run-of-the-mill, like, 90s rap, and then, like, you'll start to just drift and not be paying too much attention, and then TESTICLES! <laughs>
2: <laughs> Forceps. Scalpel.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, man, it's- I, I don't think it holds
0: up very well, but it's it's well worth it might, at least it once. might have aged worse than any other album in history Oh, God. Yeah, but
1: man, it's <laughs> funny. Oh boy, do I disagree with that? And, uh, okay, these both ween and dr. Octagon end up at 21 and 22 here because I think I've been very consistent through every rating We've done and I don't give a ton of credit to shitposts, posts even if I enjoy them and do- Cool
2: Keith's living in the year 3000. Do you realize that?
0: I hope I don't live to the year three thousand. If this oh. is still
2: fresh in three thousand, it must still be good in twenty twenty one. Wise blood at number twenty. Um, the thing
1: with this is like, yes, I, it sounds great and lush and stuff, and yeah, the, here's the the Mimi. She has a beautiful voice moment, but like
2: <laughs> it's the one time he says that and actually likes the album. But but to I've me, said it a few times. That's true.
1: To me though, like there's not much beyond her voice and. And and when I'm saying that I enjoyed almost every album on this list, just the voice isn't enough to carry me, especially because I've admitted to just not being a very lyrics focused listener. Um, so did, did you, I, you understand I, that she loves the movies? <laughs> I, I just I, I just need more musically from from the album um, for my personal taste. I think
0: there's plenty to. I know you do, but whatever, <laughs>
1: whatever. What fuckhead. Uh, yeah, Zebra, uh, I think you you guys kind of nailed it with the, the really good transition between like the 70s and 80s stuff. I think they're the only band that kind of managed to, for me, capture some of that like Zeppelin magic and, and capture some of it and move on a little bit. Like, And I, I don't know if it's like just the one album or what, but like these guys are playing like shitty boomer bars in Miami.
3: Like, <laughs> they,
1: yeah, they're in a sad spot right now. Like they're like, and I don't mean like as a band, like individually entertaining. Oh, like they're, they're it, trying to find this album. I discovered all these band members are in like a sad place. But this one album was really not, not even
0: doing the casino circuit.
1: <laughs> no, they're doing the like the Miami Beach bar circuit.
2: they oh. like
0: breakfast, wasting away people.
2: in Margaritaville. Yeah. Hey, I got a
0: question for you. I mean, I wouldn't mind retiring there.
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, is Zebra? Uh, good with bad songs or bad with good songs?
0: Oh. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's kind of pertinent, though. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Zeppelin. Zeppelin, I mean, Zeppelin is the iconic greatest hits band, you know? They're, you listen to Mothership and you've got the Zeppelin experience. Or at least I most...
0: completely disagree with yeah, one four. I don't two, know three, if I quite four. agree with that,
2: but I do agree that they're much more like individual song hits rather than full albums oriented. And, and yeah, this... this this album, like, it's got a couple
1: good hits, but then you realize that's, like, a third of the album, and so, as a whole, no.
0: Yeah. Th- this is definitely the worst offender of that, though. Like, the like the not-hit songs are pretty bad. They're, they're heinous. And, you know,
1: Danzig, uh, at 17, Danzig's definitely more in the fun camp than the good camp, but there's just something fun about Danzig.
2: <laughs> oh, it's, <laughs> yeah... It went fairly low for me, but man, it's it's, it's a very blast. fun album. Yeah, uh,
1: kind of already talked about uh, Subvision, you know, both when we did our, our review of the picks for these, and then earlier tonight. So I, I don't think I have much more to say about them. But yeah, just a very slept-on album. Avenged Sevenfold. It's just the playing's really good. The humor's pretty good. It's just so fun. But yeah, it's, it's, it's so fun. Similar to Danzig, it's it's way f- more fun than it is actually good. Yeah. And, and I don't I don't mind that at all. It's it's a blast of an album. Uh, Alipatia by Y. So I put this at 14 and I think that's kind of as I'm still just kind of
0: processing this one. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> um, yeah. This one definitely took a, a little bit. It, it's like the perfect
1: balance between a shit post and actual music. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm really glad you picked this one, Ben because I enjoyed it and I'll be coming back to this one a number of times, but at the moment, this is where it's feeling for me, but I, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if in a year from now I think much more highly of it, or get tired of it and think much more lowly of it, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's quite an experience at the least. It's yeah, it's one of the most unique. Uh,
1: shovelheaded Kill Machine, you know, if you loved you loved eighties thrash, but wish you could hear it with modern production and topics, there you go, done. Yeah, while well, one is less than two from Dead Mouse at a uh, number twelve. uh... I think one of one of the big things that we we
0: didn't really mention so far too is just the variety on this album. The only part on here uh, I didn't mention this in mine, but the one part of this album I didn't like is the Nine Inch Nails like remix. Like, yeah, kind of thrown. That was weird. I no, thought on. it was done well, but it was kind the of the odd remix choice. itself is yeah. weird. But to like it. In yeah, the whole the whole rest of it is like two hour like right. constant soundscape, and there's a nine inch nails remix. Yeah, it's a very in. strange uh, choice to p- throw yeah. that in there. It, it yeah. was all, like almost for variety's sake, like oh, let's yeah. do a remix too,
1: you know? Like yeah, it's, uh, it's maybe not the best uh, juxtaposition. Yeah, no, either. I'll agree with you. That's that's one of the weaker parts of the on album. There. But uh, I, I, yeah, I think overall, I, I think you kind of nailed it, Brandon. in that the only reason it's not rated more highly is people don't want to give Dead Mouse credit for it. Uh, Bleach. Man, I hadn't. You know, I think people that the, the song people remember off this album is about a girl, and about a girl is like about the worst impression of this album. Yeah, you could it's, have. The, <laughs> it's the least
2: accurate by far.
1: Um, man, yeah, I, I like this album a lot. It's it's a lot of fun, very grungy, very just kind of garage rock, and yeah. It, I, I think I agree I with underrated. If that's what we said for it, I don't. Yeah, remember. it wasn't underrated. Yeah, I, I think I agree. Just because of how huge Nirvana is, and nobody remembers any of this stuff. Number of the Beast. It's hard for me to consider this an overrated album. Um, I mean, Run to the Hills, Hallowed Be Thy Name, Number of the Beast, all really good songs. The rest of the album solid I, w- I mean I wouldn't say amazing
0: but pretty solid there's covers of all those songs way better than what Iron Man does on here I mean
2: I we, we sure better listen
0: live. to that after this because you always say that and
2: I don't know uh, anyway we'll have to investigate I, that claim I, I think that's that's kind of
0: true but I mean, look up fucking covers of it but you you get not your dad
2: you do get some credit
1: <laughs> for writing the song
2: I, I expect you to do the work for me Brandon <laughs>
1: uh okay computer it's i mean everything we kind of said so far this one is probably my biggest on this list it falls into the objectively better than like my personal taste it's very much not the style of music i enjoy but yeah i think i think objectively looking at the album as a whole it does really well in an like an album comparison i i don't think i would rate a single one of these songs nearly as highly on its own But when we're talking albums, I I think objectively this album works filth. Yeah, it's just Fucking nasty. It's just nasty. Oh. That, you know, this is the same year that Kill Em All was released. God. (laughs) Oh wow, okay. That's that's
0: insanity.
1: Like just wild.
0: Yeah, like it it really is just an entirely like different level of just abrasion. Yeah, it's
1: like as much as people thought like Metallica was kind of underground shit, and it kind of was in the overall music scene, this is like going a level deeper.
2: Yeah, this is like literally underground. Like I can't imagine this music being recorded or played anywhere than under Like in a subway In a subway or, or an like, abandoned yeah. subway tunnel you have in to basement. listen to this in a hole somewhere.
0: <laughs> um, find a cave, maybe that would work, I think. Possibly. Uh
1: worry. Uh, I like that it's kinda like fuzzier than standard pop punk like pop mm-hmm. punk's usually a pretty pristinely produced album and i think to this album's credit a it's like thing, kind
0: of amateurish but like yeah it, in it, a very it, punk it, way. it's almost almost a little
1: grungier almost a little punkier than like a lot of pop punk and i mm-hmm. think that really helps it work um and i think it it manages to sound pop punk without sounding like blink 182 being old men and i, th- I think that's what's so good about it is like it 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 validates pop punk in a sense. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. it's like, a very recent album. Yeah. Uh, it's
0: 2016. I, think it's 16, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of going off of that, like it, it, it's so genuine. Yeah, like, and th- that's like a it's lot of like, what, like, like what Blink-182 kind of gets shat on for being just incredibly not genuine. especially now when they're still singing about high school prom,
1: nobody wants to hear a 40 year old man singing about jizzing his pants. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> Like, and I don't uh, The song about, like, staring out the window At your old apartment Like, I don't know, like I've not had that experience, but God, it just It just sits with me, just like Looking back to, like, a time when I was Happy, I guess Before college, and all of my happiness Was violently ripped out of me Oh, fuck R.I.P. Brandon (laughs) All right, daughters. Now you have to talk. know if you say nice things about my favorite band, I've said nice things about daughters twice already tonight. Yeah, you I mean, have to do it one more time. Yeah, no. I mean, I think for
1: me, like, I mean, as I've said before a number of times on here, the big problem I had with the other album is the production quality, and on this album, it works. It's good enough. You know, like there are highs above like two kilohertz on this album, and I, I mean, I think I think they kind of nail the sound here whereas i think this one communicates all the aggression in the soundscape without like sort of relying on sounding bad i mean it's it's aggressive it's heavy it's tr- a little trashy but it's not it's not technically bad it's not poorly produced in the same way that i i personally consider you won't get what you want which to much to everyone's disagreement
0: no um, i have i somewhat come around on it but i am a firm believer of that the Technical failings, I guess, um, add to the album. I am yeah. a firm believer that like becoming exa- like mentally exhausted by getting kicked in the head with bass adds the to experience. the experience of the yeah, album. Yeah, I think it's
2: a classic of case of like them succeeding in what they're going for but you just finding it so grating that it's a barrier to you which is also yeah. legitimate it's like people who can't stand like uh you know gratuitous violence in movies well, you know it's it's, it's it's part of the it's part yeah. of the movie but you know i get that you know for some people it's just too much to overcome well it's and, gonna and, you know i just
1: enjoyment I, I get this prevailing feeling every time i try and listen to that album that like i want to turn it up more so i can hear like the album piece over just the bass, mm-hmm. and then I do, and then you know the bass starts hurt my ears a little bit, and I just ha- like have this moment on about you know the second, third track every time where I'm just like it's not worth damaging my hearing to listen to this. Oh, but it so is.
2: And I just <laughs> like, Alexis Marshall might disagree with that statement. <laughs> <laughs> I have never gotten over that where it's like permanent physical damage is worth it in the pursuit of art. <laughs>
0: Anyway,
1: back Um, to the self-titled and not what you want. Actually, interestingly enough, that's a common thing that happens when people damage their hearing and get tinnitus, is they'll turn up more of the bass and
2: shit because Hmm. they can't stand those high frequencies anymore. That actually makes sense. Speaking of damaged hearing and tinnitus, we're going to talk about swans a little more. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, So so Diamond Head, yeah,
1: I mean... There's a bit of an argument for Garage Inc. did like a lot of these songs a
0: little better. I mean, not even just Garage Inc. just like the bands that came after.
1: But, man, I really like this album. I... Some... Diamond specific sound is gonna be a little hit or miss. It's like halfway between Judas Priest and Metallica, but that sound coupled with the songwriting just does it for me. And then on top of that, when you consider the influence, that's how it ends up at five for me. It's just... Yeah. I, I personally do get get down with this, the sound, and then the songwriting is just... I
2: feel like this album just, like, scratches an itch better than yeah. just about anything else on this list does. Um,
1: thriller, I think we've, we've covered enough. <laughs> I,
2: Not even just tonight, like... We have talked about that one to death. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of exhausted. Uh, Seager I'm Ross. definitely <laughs> exhausted. I
0: <Yeah. laughs> need um, to go to bed,
1: guys. <laughs> it's just every single second of this album is just super pretty. Um I think you know this is an unfair take but like the, the moments where it's like I don't know what language this album is in for the most part it's
0: it's a Scandinavian it's, language yeah. but yeah, I don't that, uh, know exactly which Iceland one. I believe
1: that that okay. hurts whatever it whatever language <laughs> a sense in yeah. that I think there there are moments where because I can't understand what they're saying with the tone of the voice and the repetition of some of the lyrics it can be a bit off-putting mm-hmm. grating mm-hmm. in a hair but you know that's that's on me as a listener not on the album's fault. I you know I can't blame You can't, you can't f- fault a guy singing per- in a language in his you native don't. language. Yeah. I think right.
2: that, you know if they're going to pass off to an American audience as an American band they need to speak American. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I actually for me I actually prefer that it's in a language I can't understand. I feel like it's just all about the feeling and I feel like listening to the words would actually distract me from that feeling. So for yeah, me, I actually
1: it, prefer it. That could be. A, it's very much a, like a soundscape kind of album to yeah. me. I, I think just, yeah, I had... It, I, is,
2: it is the ultimate
1: head album.
0: It's the ultimate like, head Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly.
2: Like, just like good pair of headphones, isolate yourself. So what do you guys have to say about this one? <laughs> it sounds really pretty.
0: I mean, but that is... I know. I know there's yeah. a lot more to it than that, but that is... That's the gist of it, kind of what it boils down to. It really does. Um.
1: Yeah, there's... But yeah, like... So ride the lightning. I had this at the top for a long time, and just it's just such a really good metal album. And yeah, I mean, like that's some of my metalhead bias showing through a little bit there. Is it objectively the best el- I don't know, but man, it's just such a good album.
0: It is my vote and the prevailing opinion of our rate of uh, rate your music. I mean, it's a it is a really good album, and, and then the uh, big one
1: soundtracks for the blind. So you guys were like super excited to hear my opinions on this one, and that kind of surprises me, in a sense, because, like, I feel like you guys should have known that I would like this. It was a
2: coin toss for me. I had no I idea. I thought you would. I, I was like, yeah, if I but... was a betting on it, I would bet that you liked it, but really, I I had no idea exactly yeah, what you were going
1: I'm, think. I'm not 100% on this album. Like, there, some of the vocal stuff puts me off a little bit. Um... But not in a way that really detracts, just in a way that's not quite to my personal taste. But, you know, the vocals aside, just the musical elements are so well done on here. And I sounding a hair pretentious like. You got to be into some of the weirder stuff to get into an album like this. I mean,
0: one thing I will say, it was like probably like three or four listens into this album before I realized there isn't really a climax to this album. No, there isn't at all. Yeah, there's like, it's so weird because, yeah, yeah, because
2: we, you know, so so we should mention to our listeners, if they're still around, that Brandon and I got our introduction to Swans through the album To Be Kind, which is one of their more recent albums.
0: And is Uh, much, much more palatable
2: it is than yeah, either yeah, of the swans yeah. records
0: we have on and this even list even that one's
2: pretty out there but it's you know that's a very hard-hitting aggressive you know just constant intensity style album and it, it's i would describe to be kind as kind of like a two-hour like sustained climax like it's very much keeps up that intensity this one is like yeah like you said it's it's totally disorienting because there's not a climax i don't even like there's probably a, there's a structure to it for sure but it's Hard to pinpoint exactly what's going on. It fades in and out. It doesn't end. You know, the ending there's is kind of spoken word. Yeah, bars. there's, there's, oh, there's these super creepy, uh, just audio bites of. Uh, yeah. I think, I think Jarbo's like dad or some shit worked in a prison or something, and like I think these are like actual like mental health patients or prisoners or some shit, which just makes it even creepier. But it's like so well done, and oh god, it's I, I, such a just a you just totally lose yourself. It's it, very eerily just disturbing. It's dis- one of disturbing. the most
0: unsettling things I've heard. Yeah. It, it reminds me a lot of, too, like,
1: almost like sun, but, like, moving a little more. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's got a lot of those kind of drony noise type influences, too, in a way that's really cool. But, you know, that's saying, yeah, you might like this if you're into, like, sun is gonna disqualify a lot of people right off the bat.
0: I don't even re- like, sun, I guess, is a good one, um, but... Yeah, there. I don't even know like what other comparison with this album. Like it's it's it, in
2: kind of a class of its own. It, it, it's a
0: really unique album. I think. Yeah. It's yeah. It's not quite like a droney type
1: thing where it's it's a little more a little more structured, a little more poignant. I mean, it's just like yeah. It's it's pretty pretty unique, and I I thought it was pretty interesting, and it's definitely stylistically a, a type of thing that I'm into with the. You know, more n- noise, more drone, kind of a little bit less structured type stuff. I, yeah, I enjoyed that one a lot.
2: I'm so happy. Yeah, I'm just. I'm I, just I am really, really, really happy that, that you like that apple. It makes <laughs> me really, really makes me happy. And especially you know you getting the a uh, very different intro to the band than we did through filth and uh, soundtracks. Who,
0: who do you guys think, who won you the think was the hot, hot take award? Hmm. Oh, yeah. oh my god, it's right. me with, okay, with computer. OK Computer. What a shock! We all knew that was coming. I knew that was we coming. We knew, knew that was coming from me. I we knew that was coming list. when I picked it. Like, yeah. Before I even heard your guys's. Yeah. Um. Like I said. Yeah. I don't get it. I still don't get it. I listened to it three times for this, and each time I was like, I want to hear something that people yeah. talk about and I just don't just, yeah I mean yeah Some. it's a cool sounding late 90s early 2000s alt rock album I guess so Brandon <laughs> I just want to tell you
2: everybody knows that you are fucked up and everybody knows that I am fucked up but do they know that you are more fucked up than me is that it? I was that's, wondering
0: how far you were gonna go with that. That's all I remember. <laughs> of Maybe it. I'll
1: just cut the episode
0: right there at the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of hoping you'd like go into like do the full. Scale, Exhibit like.
2: A. <laughs> you went to get the breakfast, you got some toast in the toaster, eggs on the skillet, you fried them up. Everything was fine. You went to the table. You had to call me because you didn't know how to use a fork.
0: I thought you should have been like, and then you go to the table. (laughs) You go to the table. And you put, okay, computer at number 20. (laughs) That's really where I thought you were going the whole time. I was trying to work it in somehow. Oh, God. But yeah, um, I think that actually made, is that three in a row for me? Wait, no, because no. you, you had Tribe. You had Tribe because you put fucking low-end theories there. That did <laughs> That's right. Uh, have I ever gotten a
2: hot take award? I don't think I have. I thought you did. I don't, you got so. one of them. No, did I? You did. What did I get?
0: I'd have to go back. Oh, what was it? You i sure? I'll have to go back. Right. We'll find
1: it. You've won at least once. Okay.
0: Oh, was it for Tool? No, because Adrian no, got Tool. No, because Adrian
2: got Tool. What would it have been? It was one of the full discogs. Kanye? No, definitely no. not Kanye. No, Sarah got Kanye. What was our first full discography?
0: No, because I was the last one to get it, and I got it for the end of the year.
2: Yeah, I really don't think I've gotten one. I will have to go back we'll and check to see. Maybe I have. Have to go back. Anyway, uh, what an exhausting several months. Yeah, that was a what lot. Exha- of Honestly,
0: what, guys, we cannot record the. Yeah, I know. It's ten thirty. No, I'm going to bed. I'm dead.
1: This was a lot of work, but it was a lot of fun. It was a ton of fucking fun. And I enjoyed these albums a lot.
2: Yeah, overall, I think um, you the got vast Daft majority... Daft oh, that's, that's right. right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I think, you know, this was a remarkably worthwhile listening experience. And even the albums that I didn't like very much, I'm glad I listened to them.
0: The only ones I would say aren't worth listening is Skrillex Scruggs and Diplo and Fallout Boy. Those are the only the ones I did. I
2: think Fallout Boy is important to listen to at least to... You know understand what was
0: going on where, in how time. rock like, music think, got to where it is yeah i mean yeah. again
2: it's kind of depressing but um i do think it's kind of an important moment in pop music history So right. for that reason alone i think it's worth it god it sucks though you can skip aerosmith though <laughs> yeah. yeah you can probably you skip really
0: aerosmith don't need to do you that you could one. probably skip in through the outdoor i would still yeah. recommend it but um yeah 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 honestly, every single one of these are worth listening in, t- in some way I would agree and there's some like heavy hitters on this fucking list by the way yeah, like yeah, there so were like some really important names. albums in like, yeah. the grand scheme of music it's going to be a lot
2: harder to come up with our next round i think yeah, yeah. I, I think i got a couple of i'm going to have to straight up listen to new music to find some <laughs> candidates i'm not kidding I, like i've i've exhausted all the ones that you know come to my mind i got a couple oh yeah i'm sorry uh, not to bring up swans again but i did want to mention that um Soundtracks for the Blind is one of only, I think, four albums that I've ever given five stars to. On a, on a five-star. I'm range, gonna guess. So. Okay, okay computer, computer is one of the dark others. side of the yes. moon.
0: Led Zeppelin IV. To be kind, actually. Oh. So,
2: <laughs> uh. No, Led Zeppelin IV does not hit the five mark for me, but. Uh, yeah, so two Swans albums are on there.
0: All I right. mean, they're both great. Yeah. Well, thank you all for sticking with us tonight. This was a long Slope, one. We'll break but, this up somehow. It was fun. But, oh uh, boy. Yeah, join us next week and next time we do this for what's... It's not the Super Bowl. It's the...
2: Get ready for, uh, for Donda, which we were <laughs> surely have <laughs> <not> ready for. <laughs> yeah, that, I'm sure that must drop by,
0: next, by our next uh, episode. So be on the lookout for our Donda review. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Um, thank you all very much for listening and uh, have a good night.
2: Holy shit. (laughs) Oh my god. How long was that?